0: aesthetic episode 161 uh my name is alex light hopefully you're having a phenomenal day whether you're watching this live or watching it after the fact no matter what we appreciate the hell out of you uh no zach today but i do have a john here in the studio john how you doing
1: i'm doing all right i don't know i don't know why you had to you had to make fun of me right before we started <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, talking about john watching darts apparently for the last couple it's, weekends it's
1: it's great John's John's in a dart mood everybody's giving me the same reaction what I've told them that's just like I mean I don't watch conventional sports okay
0: I know you don't and I will say this if there was anyone that would come up and tell me yeah I've been watching darts the last couple weekends and it wouldn't horribly shock me it's gonna be you All right, I don't mean that as an insult either it's just I see the random videos that you send me of just like the algorithms you get put into like hey watch this and it's like a three-hour video of something
1: random here's here's the weird thing about it it's not even new every every year i get into it at some point all right so this goes back like
0: four years so i've known this guy since high school he's he lived with me for like four or five years and I, i did i never know that he was into darts it's fun to watch i mean Live your best life, man. Live your best life. Shout out to darts. The dart season just started. So go check out some darts. Uh, but also, something else to check out is a state of play that took place this week. We're going to be going over that. Uh, Persona 3 Reload came out. I've played about, uh, I think, 13 hours into it. I did win my Jesus bet, by the way. Christ. I did win my bet. I've played like two. Yeah, I did win my bet. The bet that I had with Zach is that he bet I would not play four hours on opening night. Honestly, after surpassing four I even told my girlfriends like if he really wanted like a hard challenge for him he probably could have gone for six to eight and it would have been a little bit more difficult because I ended like right at like five hours and 45 minutes last night so like I was and that was like I think 1130 so uh, he probably could have really got me in a challenge to try if he hit six but I did hit four hours last night so I win the bet shot of that uh, but yeah I'm about 12 hours in chat about that I think you know you've been playing some Tekken we'll kind of touch on that your thoughts on that one I uh, got uh, some new reports that a new PlayStation handhelds in earlier development. A very blue thumbnail today. I don't know if you saw the thumbnail. I it's saw very it blue. Very blue today. Very blue. So it is what it is. That's just how things lined up. Plus, there's some other random news bits. Like one is uh, involving the live service future. That almost made the thumbnail as well. Uh, I don't, I'm not looking forward to a live service future, but I understand it. And it makes sense. So we're going to chat about that report. Plus, Power World still popping off. So shout out to that one. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time, but it'd also be a great time if you checked out some Rogue Energy with the referral link down below. Uh, Use promo code SPARK3 to get 10% off your order as well as go to Agent Inc. and pick up a jersey as well. We'd appreciate that support as well as come join the Discord and come chat with us every once in a while. That'd be cool. All right, let's go to two camps. Boom, two camps. We're both here. We're rocking. Uh, So it's going to be a good show. Uh, I apologize if, if John and I are a little... On the low energy side, because we are very distraught and devastated with what's happening in the world of the WB. Uh, but it is what it is. Perhaps fuck, a Sparky Three, you, by the re- way. Perhaps a Sparky Three
1: Wrestling Podcast coming soon. Fuck you, by the way. I was a, I was having a good night last night.
0: Yeah, I, I just messaged John. I'm like, I am not happy. smack no, SmackDown.
1: Normally, <laughs> I wake up to that bad news.
0: Yeah, and then you know he's just John's just like, I haven't checked it out. What's happening? I told him exactly what happened. The Rock, he came back. Cody and him. You just, and, you just replied, Rock,
1: rock. And, and I. Just, I think I just said like,
0: you're kidding, right? Yeah, no, like I gave him the play-by-play because it, it, like when I the way I explained it to him almost sounds like it was a fan fiction because I was just like Rock came back. Rock and Cody embraced. Rock and Roman had to stare down. Cody walked away, and he's like, you're kidding, right? Yeah, I'm like, we, I wish, yeah, I did. wish.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've spent a lot of energy going up back and forth about this <laughs>
0: uh perhaps uh, Sparky 3 wrestling podcast is in the future we also have our guy Ricky over at ATFS who's a big wrestling fan uh, he actually he's actually gone to some local wrestling events like for he's got a buddy um, you know I, I I've communicate I've met this guy through messaging before you know he's a cool dude his name's CJ uh, he he runs a, a local wrestling promotion near us and, and uh, uh, Ricky and his friend Forrest you know they have their show uh, talking sports with nooner and Forrest uh, shout out to them. They they recently went to an event, and Ricky's even been a ref in the ring for him because Ricky is also like while he does he's a territory manager, he does the show with me, he does his own show. Ricky's also a referee for sporting high school sporting events, so he knows and he loves wrestling. So Rick, Ricky's actually been a ref for these wrestling events. I've seen pictures of it that uh, my my guy Tyler has sent me, and I'm just like this this is pretty sweet. This shot, yeah. shout, shout out to Rick, man. Ricky
1: Ricky's a busy dude. Ricky's uh, he needs time to relax. Good news, like us back to the show. All right. Okay. Uh, basically, for context, uh, WWE 2K24 that comes out in March. Uh, now the big push behind it, the 40 years of WrestleMania yep. and, and, and finishing the story. I mean, it'll be a fun mode to play through, it but it's less, less context to it now.
0: Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's a very frustrating time to be a WWE fan. It was so great for so long. <laughs> it was so good, like we were a riding week ago. a high
1: for so long. <laughs> it was
0: so good, like two weeks <laughs> ago, and now it just comes crashing down. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm not thrilled with the direction of it, but it is what it is. But what I am thrilled with the direction of is the the upcoming games for PlayStation with the State of Play. Uh, so overall, the State of Play was actually pretty solid in my opinion. I think across the board, I personally gave it an a because like. The extended looks for games that I've been looking forward to. I loved what I saw.
1: That I didn't, was my big. I thing. didn't watch the whole thing. I kind of skimmed through for yeah, stuff yeah. that I'm excited yeah, about. Yeah, right. Uh And I can see this is one of those ones where it's like, like usually around the time of like summer Game Fest during mm. like the the kickoff show when I'm always excited for yep. like all the like weird indie games coming out. This right here, I look at this lineup and I'm like, uh, this is like sixty percent stuff Alex is looking forward to. <laughs> Correct correct i mean uh
0: so just going through the list i got i got the full list here you know i've got it in order of announcement. so first immediately let off with another look of hell divers 2 that comes out in just a couple days which so that makes sense which
1: this this game i'm actually this, are you are you this, getting it this is a game i'm probably getting okay because it's like i didn't care like i didn't i didn't care at all for hell divers right hell divers 2 looks fucking awesome yeah
0: I like okay, so I actually, uh, you know, one thing that I did. Cause I want to start doing this for showcases. Uh, is I did make a TikTok with all my opinion on, for every announcement, and for the for the Hell my exact words were: "The gameplay looks awesome. This game's not for me, but Helldivers fans should be excited because it looks great." Yeah, like
1: the game is not for me, but like it looks fantastic. Yeah, it's like this. Is some I'm not a hundred percent saying I'm picking it up, but this is this is one of the few games of the year that's been on my radar as a possible pickup. Yeah. Also,
0: you should go follow me at TikTok at Sparky3Official. I'm doing the 366 Days of Gaming uh, Challenge. I still need to get up today's game. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I've been playing Persona all day. Uh, now, the next game, this is one of the ones that I'm excited for, Stellar Blade. I uh, got an extended trailer with an April release date, April 26th. That one's going on the calendar. I'm looking forward to this game. The game just looks cool, man. Like, it, the, the you know, the gameplay looks sick. The combat looks great. Like... Like you know, whenever whenever this game was, I think called like uh, like what Project Eve or whatever it was, I don't remember. Before I got the name of Stellar Blade, like I thought I was interested in the game then. I I just think the game looks great. Stellar Blade looks like a really cool game. Yeah,
1: this is. I mean, it, for me, it's one that like, it's one that when it comes closer, I'm I might get excited for. Right. But it, it's also like I look at it, and I'm like, I'm unsure. Yeah. It's like it it looks great, but I don't know if it's going to be my kind of game right so it's, this this could be one like a week out i'm i'm the most hyped for it or i'm still going to be like eh, pick it up on a sale or something like that you know uh next up very excited for this sonic
0: x shadows generations coming this autumn so it's just a sonic generations uh basically remaster it with now shadow stuff the kind, the vibe that i get from it especially from like the leaks leading into this think of like mario 3d world plus Bowser's Fury port, where yeah. it's like you had the base game of Mario 3D World, but then you add this whole Bowser's Fury segment of the game. That's kind of what I picture. You have Sonic Generations, and now you have like the Shadow Generations. That's, yeah. that's kind of how I picture it. Which so, I, it
1: looks great. I will say, as somebody who didn't watch this show and really didn't pay too much attention to what was going to be on the show going into it, because mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, for the most part, I knew what was going to be on there. Man, as somebody who's just like kind of clicking through a YouTube video after the fact, seeing what's on there, clicking through and just see a shadow in the middle of the screen, I'm like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs>
0: Shadow's back, baby. I, one thing I thought was so great that with him coming back and in, in the style of this Generations game is we get to see uh, the villain from his Shadow game. Like, there's Shadow the Hedgehog content in this game. Like, who would have thought they would have referenced that game? So I was just like, wow, that's insane. Uh, All right, so the next few things we had was like a a look at uh, Zenless Zone Zero. Uh, That's by Hoyoverse, of course. That's in development for PS5. (laughs) Another look at Foam Stars. That should be out, I think, now, or if not in a couple days, coming to PlayStation Plus Essentials, and it's also on sale for $30. Uh, Dave the Diver coming to PlayStation, along with a Godzilla collab. Dude, these collabs for Dave the Diver just keeps getting wilder
1: and wilder. Yeah, they're just kind of like, eh. We'll ask... So it, they're taking the concept of it's always a no, if you don't ask yeah. to the, to the limit
0: I'm sure they present their question. It's like, Hey, you know, we were indie game nom- in best indie game of the year nominated. So I'm just saying you should, you should consider it. Uh, V rising is coming to PlayStation that came out in what 2022, I think, uh, pretty solid uh, reviews. Yeah. I think it was 2022. Yeah.
1: It kind of blew up for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it, going to get a resurgence it, potentially. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it, it's one, I haven't played it, but it's, it's kind of been on my list, yeah. but it's it's also one where I'm like I've kind of looked for a sale. Right. Uh finally got some Silent
0: Hill stuff. Silent Hill, the short message. I remember uh reporting on this a while ago of just the name was like trademarked or whatever. We got a full trailer of that one. That game is free to play and out now. I do have it downloaded, have not jumped into it yet. It gave me a lot of PT vibes. A lot of PT vibes. Not for John, not for John. It's free to play, John. I'm just saying. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to jumping into this one and trying it out. Not for John, <laughs> That shit don't work for everything. <laughs> uh, so Then we finally got to look at Silent Hill 2 Remake. Let's not forget Bloober Team recently put out a, a message kind of completely blaming Konami. It's just like, you know, Konami, our partner, Konami, you know, really highlighting Konami that it's kind of their fault. So finally got to look at that game. No release date, though. Uh, and then Judas. Uh, I don't know if this was previously announced or if this was the announcement trailer. I don't know. Uh, but a lot of Bioshock vibes.
1: Oh, this one, yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of Bioshock. I, I couldn't
1: vibes. remember what it was because I think this is the one where like I I clicked into it and it was like partially into the trailer, uh, where I where like I clicked on the video at. Yeah. And the first thing I said was, "Man, this looks like Bioshock."
0: Yeah. No, that was the reception from everyone was Bioshock. That's <laughs> like, like that's what it looks like, like. I
1: don't. I haven't even played Bioshock. Yeah. And I, I look at it. And I go. This feels very much the same.
0: Yeah. So, like, the general reception from this is, like, everyone was, like, just beyond stoked. It's just, like, dude, yes. Yes. Something that looks like Bioshock. It's Bioshock, basically. Let's go. So, like, there was, like, a unanimous, like, let's fucking go when it came to Judas. A couple VR games. One looked like a great VR game, and one looked like a VR game. Uh, we had Metro coming back with Metro Awakening VR, and then we had a little trailer for Legendary Tales VR. Metro looked like a great VR game. Legendary Tales
1: looked like a VR game. (laughs) That's the best way I can describe it. I mean, that's like, when it comes to VR games, the best compliment I can give a game when I watch a trailer that's a VR game is, I couldn't even tell it's a VR game.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's a great compliment.
1: It's like, that's, but I mean, like you said, sometimes it's just going to be a VR game. Did you actually watch
0: the full uh, trailer for the Legendary Tales? Okay, so there was one wow. clip that I saw someone share on Twitter that like I didn't even mentally process when it happened, but it, like in the trailer, but like in con- like looking back on, it's just like that is so stupidly funny to include. There was one like quick shot they showed where whoever was playing was just beating the fuck out of a skeleton on the ground like repeatedly for like <laughs> three seconds. It's whack 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 whack, like, just beating it. it's just on the ground laying there, and I'm just like. That is hilarious in context. Like well, now that it, I look back, it's on also
1: it. just one of those where it's like <laughs> the dumb know, little it's moment. It's like know your player base. Yeah, it's like because because it's one thing I've seen. It's like because uh, I've I've seen videos because I I think back to, and this might be the one of the worst examples I, that I can come up with in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And it was just the the difference in ways that like. The advertising companies, the developers, and everything—the way they present their game for trailers—and mm-hmm. it was uh, Division Two mm-hmm. when it, when when they were showing like the initial gameplay trailer f- for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like they show a squad of people doing a mission, <clears throat> and it and it's just like them—they're like coming back and forth, like it's an actual mission that they're going into, and that, and like saying that they're sneaking up on them, trying to time their fire. Then you cut the pe- like a group of people that are actually playing. And it's like, it's just like, uh, because I've seen an old video that was a comparison of it, and it cut to a smash cut of like four people emoting and screaming at the same time and then charging into battle. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, that's the difference between what they think we're doing and what we're actually doing. Yes. (laughs) And it's like, in some of these games, it's like, yeah, just show off what someone is actually going to do in this game. Yeah. Beat the shit out of a skeleton. It's like somebody's going to see a skeleton (laughs) on the ground and walk over to it and see if and try to hit it a few times.
0: Yes. I will say the one thing that kind of stuck out to me about Legendary Tales, though, that I thought was kind of cool, is that it gave me Oblivion vibes, and I don't mean that as like a, like an insult in terms of graphical, you know what I mean? Like, it's a VR game. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, but just like, that was the vibe that came off to me. Not even Skyrim, but Oblivion. That was the vibes I got. So I I, see, I can say that a compliment for me, because Oblivion is my preferred Elder Scrolls. It is my one of my favorite games. So I think that's a compliment, uh, but I mean, I think I think like a like a game like that played in VR in today, I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be cool. Uh, got another look at Dragon's Dogma two. That's coming out, of course, on the twenty second of March. This game still looks great.
1: I think everyone is going to play this game.
0: <laughs> yes, I think, every, dude, that's such a big day. That that day, dude, you have Dragon's Dogma two. I know we're not going to play this, but it, I mean, it is, I guess a notable Nintendo release. You have Princess Peach Showtime that day. And then you have this next game, Rise of the Ronin. I all was on the looking same day. I was looking at the release calendar
1: earlier and I was like, What are you gonna do? Because <laughs> this like these are two of your most anticipated games of the year. Yep. On
0: like on the same day. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna I think I'm going you, on Rise of the you, Ronin. You're gonna that, have to like you're gonna either have to just pick one or flip a coin. <laughs> I'm going at Rise of the Ronin because that extended trailer was awesome
1: yeah that game looks so good I was gonna say I figure you might pick that one for two reasons one I'm probably playing Dragon's Dogma and two you have talked way more about Rise of the Ronin than you have Dragon's Dogma that's fair that's fair and (laughs) you've you've been way more excited
0: for that you are correct and he's also correct in the narrative of if there's two big games coming out around the same time if I know that like one of them are gonna play like one of them, I'll play the other because it's a great example. God of War, Ragnarok, Sonic Frontiers. I knew he was gonna play Ragnarok, so I I, I got Ragnarok the same day he did, but I played Sonic Frontiers instead so Ironically, I think
1: <laughs> you liked it better. You liked Ragnarok better than I. <laughs> I love Ragnarok, bro. It's one of those <laughs> where it's like I loved it, but you, like you came into it with like lower expectations. Yeah, I did. Not as like, in like we, we probably hit the same highs. But they were higher for you because you had no bar going in, hardly. <laughs> and when I, when he says no bar, I don't mean I thought it was going to be a bad game. It's
0: just I'm not the diehard God of War yeah. fan. That's he, the only reason it's why. It's like
1: he's not the one that played like God of War 2018 yeah. and had his mind blown necessarily. He was like, it's a good game. Yeah, that's a good game. I enjoyed that.
0: That was fun. Yeah, that was me. That, I was yeah. that guy. <laughs> but Ragnarok so, blew me yeah. away. <laughs> that he, he goes
1: from that to like the, the same experience that we had in 2018. Exactly but elevated because this one was way up here. <laughs>
0: and I think when it came to, when it comes to that, I think it really goes back to what we've talked about in terms of my excitement for Ragnarok is that 2018, while anyone can play it, it really is for the original fans. While Ragnarok is for the 2018 fans. So that's kind yeah. of the
1: best way to put it. Yeah. It's like, like Yeah, cuz it was it was 2018 was kind of that. Here's the new story, but we're going to hit you with every emotional beat. And yeah, show you all exactly. the cool, and, and then just like slowly introduce you to the, what happened and cool stuff along the path. Right.
0: We got someone popping in here on Kick. Hey, hey, man, how are you? Hopefully you're having a wonderful day today. Uh, but no, Rise of the Ronin, though, that game looks great. I'm so excited for it. They extended trailer, everything about it. I mean, it, it just gives, obviously, massive Ghost of Shima vibes. Like, that's what it gives off. Which that's totally cool. Ghost of Shima was fantastic. Should have been game of the year. Not trash of us part two. Uh, loved Ghost of Shima. This game looks awesome. I cannot wait to play it. Uh, and then until Dawn remaster, baby for PC and PS5. Day one pickup. Day one pickup.
1: <laughs> like I am so pumped for this. <laughs> like I said before, it's it feels like any time there's a lull happening, it's just like like how some like Bethesda has the Skyrim button. They just have the Until Dawn button. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's, <laughs> hey, it's it's been a couple of years. Release it again.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh, you know, I, you know, again, I, I made a, a full breakdown of my thoughts in a slideshow on TikTok, whatever. And, and I, I, I put my excitement for this game, and someone comments just like, you're excited for Until Dawn getting, you know, ported to PlayStation 5 and PC. What are you, 12? I'm just like, bro, I love this game. All right. There's nothing wrong with being excited to revisit a favorite. All right. Fuck off. <laughs> I love Until Dawn. <laughs> Until Dawn is great. Um, That that that's the game I feel like probably really got me more into horror games because growing up like I wasn't huge into them, you know. Like you know when Silent Hill Two
1: remake comes out, that's gonna my first experience of Silent Hill Two. I never played the original. Yeah. No, uh, un, until Dawn is like the extent of going into that genre that I've gone. Yeah, I mean
0: that that's what got me into it. You know, like I played like you know Resident Evils growing up, and that was about it. Yeah, you know, I played Resident Evil Four on the GameCube back in the day when it was an only for GameCube game. Shot to that. Um, but until dawn really got me into the genre and then I further got into the genre like with mortuary assistant the quarry stuff like that you know but anyway no until dawn remaster that's very exciting uh, it's complete apparently it's all done in Unreal Engine 5 so that's cool game's gonna look great I can't wait I also can't wait for the people to play this that haven't played it before that's also the great thing um, fatal frame got me in that's also a good one that I have not played but I do know that that's a damn good one a lot of people like some fatal frame.
1: John, you want to play Fatal Frame? No. Sounds like a fun I've, time for you? No. I've I've seen I've seen videos of it, yeah, but no, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't not, not for, for me. John doesn't like horror games. He doesn't I keep every now and then I try. House Prey. I ain't played it
0: again. Nah, okay. <laughs> uh and then the last game that we got to see.
1: What did I watch with Death Stranding 2 on the beach? Did you actually watch this whole thing? I saw that it was introducing it, and I was like, and I was like, I lost interest. Mm-hmm. I just, well, I just like clicked away.
0: What did I watch? Like, okay, this is for context. I haven't played Death Stranding. I know about it. Haven't played it, and I'm not saying it looked bad. Like, even in my my like review of it on TikTok, I gave it an A plus because the game looked great from like just a general look standpoint. A a This is wild as shit, batshit, crazy Kojima approach. So A plus on that. But like, it's not one that I'm going to pick up. But it's just like, what did I watch? And as someone that has not played Death Stranding, I feel like there's a lot of context here that I need to know. Because, like, a great example is when we're like looking inside of a person, I just see a baby and a, a ship come out of the baby's mouth, and I'm like, what am I watching? I uh, Kojima what I like again like, I I don't know if there's context for all this with Death Stranding. I have no clue. I'm so lost on it. But Jesus Christ, what did I
1: watch? I mean, it's Kojima game. It it's one of those where it's like I don't know. Like I said, I saw that it was starting to get introduced and I was like, yep, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I don't I'm not going to be able to understand this. I'm just going to walk away. It's like I'm not going to play it. I'm not really going to have any interest in it, so I'm just going to turn it off now. I kind of want
0: to play Death Stranding. I kind of want to play Death Stranding. I I don't know anyone who's actually played Death Stranding and has like really like was like this is a great game. This is phenomenal. You know, I mean, there's there's obviously that, like that's the reception online is this game's incredible. But I was like, I don't know anyone that has. So it's like, if if, if there's someone watching this yeah, I don't, that's played it and you love it, please sell me on it. I don't know
1: anyone that's personally played the game.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know either. Like, please sell me on this. If you're watching this and you've played it in the comments, uh, on the video after the fact, watching whatever. Sell me on this game. I, I want to know. It's like, do I need to pick this thing up, the director's cut, Whatever. Uh, Kojima also announced he's got a new game in development uh, with Sony as well. It's a uh, next gen action espionage, which I did. A lot of people were catching that he did say next gen. So I was like, did they just announce a game for the PS6 and we don't even have an announcement for the Switch 2 yet? Yeah. <laughs> like, is that what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, that's it, what it sounded like. That's one thing.
1: <laughs> it's like, at least at Kojima is very aware of the fact he's like, I'm going to make a game. This game is going to take me fucking long time to make. Yeah. To, to do what I want to do. It's not... It, it's like these... This, this generation is going to be gone by the time it comes out. Right. I mean, shout out to that, man. Um
0: Then we did get the uh, next state of play is set for the six, so just a few days from now. Um And it's just going to be Final Fantasy seven Rebirth focused. So, that's cool. Uh But overall, state of play for me, I'd give that thing an A+. Lots of like... Again... Stellar Blade looked fantastic. Sonic Shadow Generations Day One pickup, okay. Until Dawn, that's awesome. The two Silent Hills look great. Uh, Dragon's Dogma looked great. Rise of the Ronin extended trailer looked
1: awesome. I'm here for the state of play. This state of play was awesome for me. Yeah, I mean, this is this is one where it's like I, while I'm only excited about like a couple games on this list, yeah, yeah. I can also look at it and go. This was a good. Thing yeah, to play. yeah, yeah, yeah. For a good for people for people that are gonna play a wider range of games than I am this year, this is this is everything that you wanted. Yeah, it's like the, the and the only thing that's missing from this show that you're not getting any information about. You're getting information in a week. Yeah, exactly. Big true. Big true. I know one thing that I saw some people uh, like
0: asking, uh, like on whether it was on TikTok or Twitter or whatever the case is. Uh, Asking about like you know, was there any like why wasn't there any Spider Man Two news Uh, in case it was missed because it was a very like throw it out there, move on. Uh, Insomniac did put out a tweet I think like last week, uh, just giving a general update like hey, we're still working on New Game Plus, we're working on a lot of other updates to go along with it. Still needs a little bit of time to cook, and I saw even people like. But Insomniac, you said it was going to come out in January. Insomniac claps back. No, we said it was coming out early 2024. That is like a window. Okay, we never said January. That you guys got that in your head. I was just like, shout out to you, Insomniac, clap back. You know, with all the shit you guys went through, at the end of the yeah, yeah. year, clap
1: back a little bit. <laughs> it's one of those words, like not not every not every developer, but sub developers. They've they've earned the right. Yeah, it's like sub developers are like okay, it's like. Yeah, yeah. Just sit over there. It's like sit over there, kind of quietly do your work and uh, mm-hmm. we'll be happy when, when you release something. Don't come talking back because you made some problems. It's like you <laughs> made some mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Where it's, it's like ins- Insomniac, it's like... They've been through it, so it, much. It, it's like you just sit there you're like, get them. Yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs>
0: do it. Uh, uh, all right. So let's hop over to Persona 3 Reload. Uh, like I said earlier, I've played about like 12 and a half, 13 hours so far. Uh, I'm about to hit June, so I've played two hours. Did you enjoy
1: your two hours? Okay, here's 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 something I'm gonna say. All right, uh, or okay, I'm gonna lead off. I'm gonna hop around a little bit here okay. before I kind of jump into it because initially, when you first start the game and it kind of goes through the opening cutscene, yeah. and everything for it, uh, cutscene <laughs> goes hard, yeah, uh, because uh, like four seconds into the cup, cut cutscene almost, or it's like you kind of look out over the sky and then it immediately transitions to a girl holding a gun to her forehead saying so yep. pull the trigger. And <laughs> no, I'm there, i sit there and I like I'm watching I'm going, Man, they're just they are not fucking hold back. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going all in. <laughs> uh here's one thing here's what I will say. Uh when you were saying like if Zach wanted to challenge you, he would have told you like six hours or something. Yeah. Does not surprise me because the only reason I stopped playing the game was because I had to come over here. Yeah. I mean, dude, time because, flies. Because I will say, I I was going to start playing it this morning, but I was, it was weird. I downloaded it on my computer and then I moved over to my recliner and I wanted to play it on my Xbox. So I had to re-download it. Oh, yeah. So, and then like I got distracted like cleaning and doing other stuff today. Uh, so I didn't end up playing it much, but I think I'll. Pr- I think I'm probably gonna play this one more. Uh, I don't know what it is. Inherently, I have this game has grabbed me more so than like Persona Five did. Really? Okay. All right. Just for like off the like in the first like two hours. Yeah, it's been more enjoyable to me than Persona Five was. Right, and also for context for anyone
0: listening. Die Hard Persona 5 fan, just getting into Persona for me. Light Persona fan. Our 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 persona fan of the show is not here today. Yeah. Our our fan who owns the original yeah. persona my, has played the original persona is not here. My, We're light persona fans, my, just for content. My
1: extent of persona before this game came out is I've played about 25 hours of Persona 5. Yeah. Uh and then dr- kind of dropped it out of nowhere. Right. Went back to it, played it for probably six hours, mm-hmm. and then uh, then something else came out that pulled me away from
0: it. Yeah, uh, I also want to address something real quick because I had this exact conversation with my girlfriend the other day. Um, someone said in chat the fact that that's how they summon their personas is fucking wild in terms of shooting themselves. Whatever. I had this exact conversation the other day because I'm the one that has like the legitimate like. Thought that goes to the head. Man, what if like some kids that aren't supposed to play this game plays this game, loves it, sees that, and shoots themselves in the head thinking they're gonna summon Persona? Because that's that shit's real. Like, I watched a case, I don't remember the YouTuber, I don't remember the kid's name, but there was that one YouTuber who like went psycho, murdered everyone at a grocery store, and then killed himself because he he fell in love with Ember Moon from Danny Phantom and he thought he was gonna become a ghost girl. Like I People are, people can be, like, they're impressionable. So, like, that was my first thought, like, is, like, the fact that, like, they shoot themselves, and that's how they, that is so wild
1: to me. I will say, because I, I, I understand it's a product of its age and stuff. Yeah, I will say, like, uh, I assumed that was going to be, like, cutscene story stuff. And like you see it the one time, I did not think that every time you activated a persona, yeah, like that a that skill from person <laughs> That was my using thought, the <laughs> persona. I did not think it was going to show a cutscene of them shooting themselves every time. And also
0: shout out to this guy. Apparently, the story I just said happened two hours away from, him, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about with with with, with that uh, with that YouTuber. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's just like you know, people, uh, you know, kids or like people, like you know, th- like they can be impressed, you know. Th- you know, impressions can happen very easily, right? So that, that's my thought with this. Is like you see characters shooting themselves in the head nonstop, <laughs> summoning personas. Like what if what, what if the wrong kid plays this, you know, which obviously they don't need to be playing it, but for God's sake, me and you were playing GTA San Andreas, getting a blowjob at like whatever age we were when that came out. It's just like, oh, well, that's happening, you know. So it's just just... I don't know. It's 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 so wild to me, that that's how we summon the persona. But I, you know, yeah. they they give fair warning going into
1: the game. You know, as they do all personas, you you get like three warnings. Bev- yeah, before you make it to the main menu. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, the, as as far as I am in the game, I have basically, I've kind of just gotten free reign. Right. So like I've I've gone through your first entrance into or like your first exploration of tartar is where you go through floor one Mm -hmm. uh and then i have i'm back from back to to go again Mm -hmm. and it's like that's where i got to so i
0: think when i ended earlier uh before i came out here to start getting the studio set up i had just finished getting to floor i think like 43 which is the end of the second block because I'm basically treating Tartarus like I would Palaces and P5R, where it's like the moment the game will let me just go, I am going until I can no longer go. Like yeah. basically until I can, you know, sit, you know, send the calling card or in this case reach my blockade. Like once I, like that's as far as I'm going. And one thing, you know, I knew about this going in, but I completely forgot about it until I realized it wasn't there. Because again, I've never played P3. I, I know a little bit about it. Uh, one thing that's not in the game is the fatigue system because like I I I thought for some I thought it was because everyone was saying oh you know if you get really tired you know go ahead and retreat if you get really exhausted go ahead and retreat and stuff fatigue system is just not in the game apparently that was a thing with you know P3P uh, where like there is a fatigue bar that you will hit and it's like you will have to probably retreat in the older games to my understanding so like that's just not in the game. So that makes it easier. So I'm cool with easier. I'm a baby. I just want to enjoy my game.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm just here for a good time, not a hard time. Um, uh, I, I I will say I'm a step back real quick, uh, because uh, like the essence of the game is our character, uh, our character's been transferred to a new school. Yeah, yeah. And on your way to the dormitory, which also this dude, dude, either doesn't doesn't give a fuck or he's the most oblivious person on the planet. Because the, as soon as you get control of your character, you're walking through, and it gets, it gets it dark. There's <laughs> coffins everywhere, like blood on the ground everywhere. You make it to your dormitory, and everybody's it's like everybody kind of panics. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, who are you? What are you doing here? How did you get here? Uh, I was es- thinking the same yeah. thing. I was like, bro, bro, do you not see the blood on the ground? <laughs> what? But yeah, uh, apparently. Uh, the days have more than 24 hours. Uh, and once it hits midnight, you hit zero hour or dark hour or whatever it's called. Uh, and and the, during that time, normal people go to sleep in a coffin wherever they happen to be at. Yeah, it just kind of happens. <laughs> and then uh, shadows and that come out <clears throat> and uh, kind of go after anybody that's there. Yeah. And certain people. Certain people have the ability to withstand it and can summon personas, and you happen to be one of these people. And you join a group of people to explore a tower to try to figure out what the hell's going on. Mm. And that's kind of the essence of the game, as far as I am aware at this point. Uh, as of where I'm at now, about
0: to hit June 1st, yes, that's still the essence of the game. The One of the funny things that I immediately notice, and I, I get it, I, it goes back to when the game originally came out, you know? But like, as again, as someone that's only experienced Persona through Persona Five Royal, through two playthroughs, like almost 200 hours of gameplay, and then like two to three hours of Persona Four Golden, like one of the first things that like caught my eye, how basic as shit our social links look. Where it's just like I would not have known you were a social link if it wasn't for the fact that when I talked to you, just exploring, you actually had a character art. If it wasn't for that, I would not have known because you look like a basic ass character. Because it, it goes to like the ongoing joke with Yu-Gi-Oh protagonists, where it's like spot the protagonist because it's just so clear. That's how P5R was. It's like yeah. spot the important character. Well, it's yeah, pretty easy it's to like, do.
1: P5R was kind of like here's a here's a gray or black silhouette, and then here's a fully rendered person.
0: Yes, <laughs> but yeah, exactly.
1: no, it's like pretty much. Anytime I have the ability to explore and walk around, yep. anybody that I see that has like a little exclamation or like a little dots above their head yep. or something, I'm like, I'm gonna go talk to them just to make sure I don't miss something. Yeah, one thing that I already really like about this
0: game, uh, you know, as, as playing for the first time, is that it, I, I always love the little things in games, especially like in throughout P Five R. I love all the little stuff because it just, I mean, the gameplay is great and all that. That's fantastic, but like, I'm, I'm, it's kind of like w- how you were. With Digimon Survive, you were more here for that. You know, after a while, you're like, fuck the gameplay. I want to get into the, the yeah. other stuff. That that's how yeah. kind of I am okay. a lot with persona stuff. One thing that I immediately it's a little thing that I've noticed is I love the personality on all the teachers because like the teachers in P5R, it's like besides you know Kawakami, because she's a, a link, obviously. Like they don't—they're pretty. They don't really have a lot of personality. You have the guy that gets mad all the time and throws chalk at you. You got the other two characters: one who's a bitch and tries to out Kawakami all the time. The other guy's just there. Meanwhile, you have like this one dude with a samurai helmet. He's an, he's a teacher and actively says. Man, this shit that I'm teaching you is irrelevant. I hate this stuff. I can't wait till we get to Sengoku. That, that shit's awesome. The Sengoku era, that's awesome. That, but I guess I have to teach you this even though I hate this stuff. Like just like th- yeah. them vocalizing from the class. I think this is irrelevant, but I have yeah. to t- It's just the, funny to me. It's like that's you, entertaining.
1: But it's like your homeroom teacher who's tr- like having to teach you about like literature and stuff, but she's like, "I don't you guys want to hear a poem instead? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> like, I, I love the personality. I love – and, and that's not only for the teachers. That's just for the whole game. I love, like, the personality this game has because it's like – I'm not saying it has a better personality than P5R. They both have incredible personality, but it has, it, it has an, a, the personality that makes it feel different than P5R. I'm not saying one is better than the other. It's just the personality flair that comes with this game makes me feel like this is a completely different game, as it should. You know, what I mean, all every Persona game is its, it's, its own entry, with the exception of, you know, Innocent Sin, Eternal Punishments, like the same story from two different perspectives, but, you know, as it should. So that's, again, as a newer Persona player, that's something that I love is like the personality feels so much different for all the characters. How you get into stuff feels so much different. Where, you know, with P5R, like once you're going through your flashback stuff, it's like, one by one, people awaken their powers. It starts with you, then it's Ryuji, then it's on. You meet Morgana, whatever in between there, and it's just like boom, 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 and you're going. Meanwhile, this one's like you're in, and there's already two vets. There's already two vets, and there's already someone else who's who's in, basically in training with Yukari. Right? It's just a whole different approach, as you know, a whole different kind of. And every Persona game feels different from the couple hours I played a P- for Golden. Now this, and now P5R, all feels different as it should. It's all standalone entries, but like. That's like, as, again, as a newer Persona fan, that's something that I've immediately enjoyed about jumping into this game. Um, I will be honest about one thing, though. While P3 music is incredible, I did buy the DLC and turn on P5R music because P5R music is so much better. I'm sorry. P3 I'm sorry for the P3 purists in the world. Your music slaps, but P5R's music is better. And I am rocking that background music. I said that set that thing to random and dude, some of those tracks slap cuz like the first major boss fight that I had to get on, I think it was I think Rivers in the Desert was the one that was playing and it just it hit. I loved it. It was fantastic.
1: I don't know. Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here and I'm like well, all, like I cuz a lot of times like music in games, I don't notice it too much. I tend to turn sounds like a lot of sounds and music down mm-hmm. To and like I kind of try to even it out some. So sometimes that gets lost a little bit. Yeah. Not always. It's like, but I will say, I don't know about it. I bet it's, it's like the P3 soundtrack so far has been banging.
0: Uh, it's great.
1: Don't get me wrong. I just yeah. love
0: P5R soundtrack. One of my but favorite yeah. video game soundtracks. But
1: yeah. I will say, as far as. As far as Persona Three Reloaded, or Reload, that's about all I got on it. Yeah, no, because I, it's like because I'm two hours in the game, I basically have a first impression, which yeah, is which exactly. is kind of where where we've we've both kind of gone along the same lines. Yeah, saying here, but yeah, I've personally I've got nothing more to add to it so far. I I will say for once I actually do plan on continuing playing this game. All right, shout out, <laughs> big difference from Persona Five.
0: Uh, Diary of Defeat says shout out to the cop who sells uh, sells kids guns true. There's, true there's the cop that sells the kids weapons shout out to that uh, P3R seems less hand holdy yeah that's kind of the vibe that I've because P- P5 I... it just throws mechanic after,
1: mechanic after mechanic after mechanic after mechanic after mechanic at you yeah I'm kind of hitting the I've, I've kind of hit the point where like even the game is told me they're like hey I've because you have your your person giving you all the information yeah it's like after you, after you, I assume when I go back in, into Tartars the second time, they're not going to constantly be stopping me to tell me everything like they did the first time. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, as Which, you hit further floors, you'll get a quick little thing, but it's, yeah. it's just like, hey, just know this. But move it's like, on. if that's the case, I'm perfectly fine with that because, honestly, Persona 5R, for like the first three and a half hours of that game, you don't get to do anything by yourself. That is true because, like, okay, so I persona 5r
0: after you know p5 after my recent playthrough probably a top five favorite game of all time I love this game so much but when i first tried to play it when it got added to game pass I only made it into like two hours of that game and i put it down for like i think almost two months before I picked it back up randomly and then completely dove in because of that exact thing yeah you know where
1: it's like it's like hours of like holding your hand to get started yeah because I i hit like i hit i'm Probably an hour and 45, somewhere around that time. A little under two hours. And the game has basically told me, figure it out. Basically. It's like, go do your thing. You know as much as we do now.
0: Yeah. A couple other things that I thought was interesting. And, you know, again, I understand older game um, is that I, one thing that I thought was interesting is like when it comes to all your companions, not like, let's say like Junpei whatever and uh, Ariiko, uh, they don't have social links. They're just there. They're just friends to hang out with. I thought that was interesting because it's like you have all these like basic ass looking nobodies that are social links, right? Like, you know, like the like the magician dude or whatever. Like they, they all look like, again, I would not have known they were a social link if it wasn't for the fact when I talked to them when I first got to the school. And it, you know, it, it gave them a picture, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you're an important character. But like, uh, like, like, so like, Junpei and I, like, you can hang out with them; they'll hit you up. Like Junpei will hit you up uh, at some point in May. She's so like, hey, we haven't really hung out; let's go hang out. And it's like you can experience their stories you would with a confidant in P5R, but they're not actually a social link. I just thought that was interesting. And I don't know much about is- P3P, but I'm curious if you pick the female protagonist do they then have social links? I'm very, and like, does like Eco and uh, Mitsuri, like, do they not? I'm very, I don't know. I'm
1: very curious about that. I th- okay. Granted, I don't know a whole lot about the social link system because I didn't play a whole lot of any other Persona game. I'm wondering if that's the case because uh, like this kind of like, it's the group is the whole. Yeah, yeah, the the full yeah, the, the full f- is the whole. Group. It's the full. It's the whole. Yeah, group. I thought that so was interesting not, too. It's not individual people. Yeah. that you have to. It's, it's like as long as you're doing stuff with as group. a group, you're good. Yeah, see, I which, thought that
0: was interesting too when I got which the full. I will
1: say I, I like I've now that you say that, like you don't have to do it individually with people I'm like that's nice. It's like you know, it's like because it's like we're gonna be fucking doing shit the entire game together. Don't right. make me. Don't make me have to go do extra shit. It's yeah. Like, Another thing that I like personally uh, is
0: less uh, less social stats to raise. Love that. There's only three. That's great. Love that <laughs> because my first playthrough of P Five R is uh, not knowing what the hell to do. Took me forever to max these things out. So I missed out on so much content in my first playthrough because like I was trying to grind to get the damn stat for it. And I understand like. You know for people that are like you know pros at these games, they're gonna be like, dude, it's so easy. It's like, yeah, you've been doing it, I didn't know what to do.
1: <laughs> I still don't have a fucking clue how to do any of it. Yeah, like, this is, it's like this. My this.
0: second playthrough is when I got to experience a lot of content that I missed in the first game. <laughs> it's like,
1: it's like me playing through this. It's like, I know there's so I know there's stats that I have to raise, and I know that doing certain things, it's like I know that I've answered questions correctly, yeah, in class, which I'm smart by the way good job i've only I, I have not missed one yet i'm proud of you uh but yeah it's like i know that answering questions gives you different stat boosts and like pff, talking to people gives you different stat boosts and stuff like that yeah. i don't have a fucking clue how to raise
0: them outside of that uh like jobs playing video games i uh, go to the arcade uh go uh eat at the ramen place uh by the uh, strip mall right by your dorm I'm, go eat there go I'm eat the broken. burger place well, once you get money, go go eat at the ramen place. Okay, um, bro, it, can go boot, with, it can boost your academics. For,
1: hey, I went shopping for equipment, and I and, came, yeah, that that breaks you. And I, came, I you. came out with a little bit of money, and I played the crane game. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> you would play the crane game. This son of a bitch, man, like he with his old truck, his entire dash was nothing but stuff he won from crane games. Yeah, I had too
1: much P- piled. Stuff. I had to swap them out all the time because I, I like there was too much stuff I couldn't see. Man, shout shout out to your old truck. What was it called?
0: Was it Onyx? <laughs> I don't. It's been. I just know. It's so. Long. I, I I named your car Thor, but you disagree with that one. I couldn't have even told you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, sleeping in class raises your strength somehow. True. If you sleep, if you choose to sleep in class, that'll raise your yeah, courage. Whatever. If you stay awake, it It'll, raises your knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> it raises your
1: knowledge. So I've done. I've done both. I did the sleeping the first time because I was like, I was like. Why don't they just talk to me about it? I might as well try it. Yeah. And then the next time I was like, well, do I get anything if I stay awake?"
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another thing, also, anytime you go to Tartarus, uh, the next day, go visit the nurse's office. You get a free courage boost because he gives you some medicine because you're tired. So free courage boost every time you leave, you come back from Tartarus. Keep that in mind. But yeah, just you know, do, you know there's there's lots of ways to do it, which which is great because like I'm already again I'm already about to hit uh, June and I'm already halfway. Uh, for all three, because the max is six, and I'm at three for all three. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot better progress than it was for me, my first playthrough of P5R. This is great. This is fantastic. I'm loving it. Uh, but no, like 12 and a half hours in for me, about to hit June. I am so hooked. Like, I was hooked almost immediately, just based off the vibe. You know what I mean? Well, so that's the vibe
1: was- alone, like, all right, I'm in. What's what I was I, I would say? Like, this game grabbed me much quicker than P5 did. Yeah. Which is also funny because it's it also hooked me kind of during, during the same, like, like okay, we're going to hold your hand and walk you through so that yep. you understand what's happening and you don't get lost immediately before we unleash you to do whatever the fuck you want in a game that you don't understand. True. And it's like, even during that period, I'm like, I don't know, it's like, I don't, I don't know if it's 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 probably not the character it's probably just the vibe like you said the vibe of the game just it like it resonates with me better right i'm very excited just to
0: completely kind of get further because like again already stressed it love p5r top five favorite game of all time any sort of list i ever see of ranking persona games like a general list you know people always put p3 at number one and p5r at two so I'm like, I am so ready for this. Like I have I had so such high expectations coming into this game because of that sort of narrative that I've always seen.
1: And so far it is absolutely hitting my expectations. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm I'm I am excited to continue playing it. I I will say I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and let you know right now. All right. I am yeah. not committing to beating this game. I know. I and, know, and playing I through it, I know how John works. I am here's what I will tell you. Okay. I don't think I have anything on the horizon that I'm looking forward to. Okay. At least until around the March. There may be some in, F- in February that I'm not thinking of. Um, so, like, let me look. Let me pull up my calendar real
0: quick. But. Because um, I think, so the only other games that I have but I'm not going to get this month is on the 13th, uh, Banisher's Ghost of New Eden comes out. I'm looking forward to that one, but I'm probably not going to get it. Uh, I will also be out of town for work, so I, I definitely probably won't get it.
1: Yeah, it's um, like we have Skull and Bones on the sixteenth, John. You yeah. wanna play Skull and Bones? I mean I'm probably gonna play it. But it's like there's <laughs> Helldivers 2, but that's not a game that's gonna pull me away if yeah. I jump into that's more of gonna be a like I jump into and I have some fun every now and then. Yeah. But then Skull and Bones, which I'll probably try. But then honestly, I'm like the It's not until the end of the month.
0: Yeah, so the 16th, Skull and Bones. The 28th, I uh, got Brothers, a two, Tale of Two Sons remake, which, I, I mean, that's the one that I'll pick up down the road. Now, the next game that I'm definitely picking up day one for me, uh, Unicorn Overlord, also Atlas game, coming out oh, on the 8th. Oh, I'm wait. looking forward to that
1: one. You know, I'm saying end of the month. I'm thinking end of March. End of March yeah, because you have- Which is also funny, because end of the month is Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Rebirth, which I've, I'll, I'll end up playing at some point, but it's not a... I am not the rest of the world that is super excited and can't wait for this game to come out. I haven't
0: even played. I haven't even played Final Fantasy VII remake.
1: <laughs> I haven't beat it.
0: I <laughs> know you haven't. I think I played most of it, but yeah. it's like it was also like. I mean, it's fine. Right. Uh, but I don't know, Bottom line about P, uh, P3R though, it's fantastic. It's on Game Pass. You should try it. There you go. Um, okay, so in terms of main talking points, that was kind of the most, uh, you know, we had the, uh, PlayStation, um, handheld in works, but before we hit to that, John, you got something you want to chat about? Maybe some Tekken?
1: Well, I'll I'll get to Tekken. I kind of want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. Uh, just because there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of talk about it. It is, it's, it's kind of like a, it almost feels like a hit or miss for people game. Mm Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League yeah, came out. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's hit that. Let's hit that. This is one where depending on who you hear this from, they will tell you either the game is either game is trash or the game is great. Or mm-hmm. they'll tell you the game is the game is okay. The reality of 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 this game is almost exactly what me and Zach have thought it was going to be. Yeah. It is it is a game that is nothing spe- like it's not going to be game of the year. This is not a Nine out of ten game. There's not going to be a ten out of ten game. This ain't even an eight out of ten game. This is going to be a solid like seven out of ten game that you can <laughs> jump into, and the core gameplay of it, like the combat, is going to be fine. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. But the 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 mission structure of it, from what I've seen, very repetitive. Very like it it, it gets boring over time. Mm-hmm. And then like i I've, I've seen I've seen gameplay like all the boss fights and that. It's nothing special. Yeah. Uh, but overall, depending on where you look, like I looked on Steam, it's, it, it's sporting very positive reviews on Steam, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, is, which kind of surprised me because everything I had seen on YouTube and that of it, it was just people trashing the game.
0: Yeah. One
1: review that I saw
0: earlier, uh, one article um, said just like, there is so much about this game that just shines of Rocksteady's brilliance.
1: It's just unfortunate that it's a live ser- live service that's, game. That's that's yeah. that's a big aspect of it is the fact that they had to try to cram it into being a live service game means the core gameplay loop has to change to accommodate that, and when that happens, you don't get the same like you don't get the same end product. Uh, but yeah, it, it's one of those where it came out and people were and people. It's like there was very like. Almost harsh reactions to it immediately. Yeah. When at the end of the day, it's. I feel like this is another one that, like I said, me and Zach, we kind of called. We're like, it's good. It'll be fun to play. It's not gonna be great, right? But you're gonna get a, you're gonna get just a, a, like, what could be considered a good game. Nothing special. Mm. It's like, which every now and then, ain't nothing wrong with. Yeah, that's true. I'll that's the st- thing. I'll it's like yeah, it's like it's like yeah, Rock's Day. Yeah, they've made some fucking bangers. Oh yeah. You're not gonna hit a you're not gonna hit a home run every time you, you you go up to the plate. True. And as long as you you make the game and more people more people like the game than hate it, you're good. Yeah. It's like and that's what seems to have happened here. It's like it's 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 a, it's like a volatile topic almost just from people like it's one of those games where it's like people say they, it's like, yeah, I'm enjoying playing the game. And and people are like, how can you like that?
0: It almost seems to be the reaction. All right. Listen, man, I know we chatted about last week. I'm sorry to keep harping on it, but that has still been the ongoing conversation with freaking for spoken. I did that for, I think, January 24th of this 366 day challenge I'm doing on TikTok. I'm still getting likes and comments almost every day. And that's been some of the comments where it's just like, it, where people are blown away that people could enjoy that game, and it's yeah. the same thing with like any sort of like mid game that gets shit on. It's just like people are blown away. It's like how can you like that game? Well, that's the thing.
1: It's like, like I said, what I talked about for Spoken After it came out, it was fine. It's nothing great. No, it's not great. It's, but it's, it's not great. Did I enjoy the, what I played of the game so far? Yes. It's like the I mean the the quest system needed some work. Yeah, but the overall game. It was it was what I ex- expected. It was it was fine.
0: Yeah, it it wasn't a banger by any it's like, means. It's, so. So. it's
1: like it's not a, it's not a banger. It's nothing great. We all knew what the story was. going Hey, look, I had be. fun
0: with combat and traversal. Okay, that yeah. was a lot of fun. That's that, I got
1: my enjoyment out of that. That is what the <laughs> game was made for. The, it, yeah. was, it was a game that was all about the traversal and combat. Hey. Which, if you can have fun with that, you're going to enjoy the game.
0: Yeah, I mean. If 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 you can take away that and you go small brain and just like enjoy that, like you will have a great time. Yeah, it's like, one of it's one of those where it's like I'm still going to go back at some point and play that game again. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, know the Suicide Squad reviews, man. It's been interesting. You know, I've seen a lot of like, okay, this game's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. A there, is, of four out there of fives, has been you know one three out of five.
1: There has been one universally agreed upon statement about this game that I f- fully embrace, and it's. The game is it's it's like the game is not worth $70. All
0: right, that's
1: fair. It's like even people that are leaving positive reviews and saying the game is good. The game is fun. I'm really enjoying my time here. Yeah. They still say it's not worth $70. Yeah. And it's like that's the thing. Why it's like that why not make it a $40 game? Right. You made a $40 game, no one's complaining. True.
0: No one really complains about forty dollars games, unless it's the biggest heaping pile of dog shit. Yeah,
1: it's like you could have made this game. 40, you have to
0: have the bar low, low, low. It's like you could have made it. You
1: could have made a forty or fifty dollars game. It, it, like at this point, fifty would have been fun. Yeah, because the new new standard seventy. Yeah, you could have made it fifty dollars, and people would have people would have they 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 would have still complained because it's not what they wanted. Mm-hmm. But it would have been less because they would have yeah. went. Eh, it's it's a cheaper game.
0: Yeah, price point matters a lot because like. I, with what I'm about to say, I don't want to mean any disrespect to the game. You know, everything I've seen about the game looks fantastic. Me playing the demo was fun, but I think that helped a lot with Prince of Persia Lost Crown with its overall unbelievably positive acclaim is not only because it's like, oh, just a good game, game's 50 bucks, you know,
1: that's, it's a a good entry point. here's, Here's the other thing to keep in mind. Like what game has taken over the world in the last few weeks?
0: Yeah, I know. Power World at twenty seven dollars. It's whatever. like that's a that's a thirty dollars yeah, game.
1: That's right. That's right. It's like you don't. It's like granted, it's early access, and yeah. it's like they put it out to probably get more funding and everything for it, so they keep working on it. But it's one of those where it's like, just because you're a big name developer, just because you've got some respect on your name, doesn't mean you need to release a full price game. Yeah. Sometimes you can release something that's a that's a little bit cheaper. Because mm-hmm. we've, it's like. Think of uh, when, like, Spider-Man Miles Morales came out. $50. Bucks. It, it's, it's like, yes, it is a much, much shorter experience. And even even for the shorter experience, $50 was pretty steep price tag at the time. But, again, it's the cheaper price point. Nobody And even then, it was $10 cheaper. Still, yeah. nobody's complaining about that
0: yeah and if you wanted to get the spider-man remaster i think that version was like i think 60 70 bucks but i mean you can get the base game for 50 bucks yeah
1: and it was it was one of those where it was like yeah it's like that sometimes that's all it takes is shave a little bit off the price and you'll be fine oh yeah it's like you you would have you would have like sold the same number of copies probably more mm. it's like Cuz hell the the only reason I haven't bought the game is cuz it was $70. Right. <laughs> and I was like probably something else I want to play right now.
0: Yeah, other than a game that's just going to be like, it's like mid for you. Yeah, it's
1: like it's like I know that it's like I'm not expecting a banger here. I'm expecting a game I'm going to get 15 hours of fun out of. Right. I don't want to pay $70 for 15 hours of fun right now. Mm-hmm. So, it's one of those where it's like I mean, it'll it'll hit a sale soon. I'll buy it then.
0: Yeah, good point. Uh, so yeah, before we hit the uh, weekly wrap up, uh, you want to chat about Tekken at all? Oh yeah, you know, I did, how,
1: how are you enjoying Tekken? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, after our last week's episode, I did immediately buy yeah, and start literally Tekken. immediately after the show. Uh, I haven't. I haven't played a ton of it. I have sat down and uh, I've kind of. I've gone through like the like the arcade standard arcade mode. Where like you play your eight matches and everything like that. I've done that a, a, a fair few times. Uh, I've gone into practice mode, kind of getting used to it. Man, there's just the game. The game is, it feels so good to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, getting back into it. It's hard. It's hard remembering how to play Tekken, because Tekken plays. Or I mean, Tekken is. I mean, historically been one of the hardest fighting games to learn how to play, Mm -hmm. but it feels almost easier in, in Tekken eight. Uh, I don't necessarily know why, but it's like, just kind of getting a feel for the game doesn't feel that hard. Uh, almost like you can, you can kind of hop in and pretty quickly at least get your bearings and kind of understand how to play the game. Uh, not, not saying like you can hop in and you're immediately going to be good at the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause hell, I, I mean, I've spent a couple hours in the training mode just trying to make sure I can, uh, like get learn uh, learn how to do the move list for my character, and actually remember what the buttons are and what combinations and stuff I need to hit. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've I've spent a few hours in there trying to do that. But man, just playing the game, even even in like the arcade mode, and having fun with that, it's just I get, I get giddy playing it. It's just fun. Right. It's like I forgot how much I forgot how much fun fighting games can be, especially Tekken.
0: Yeah. Is Tekken is it, your favorite fighter? I know we know it's Zack's obviously. It's probably
1: the one I've No. I was always a I I I think Blaze Blue is where I have most of my time, probably. Blaze Blue is probably where I have most of my time, but Tekken is probably where I've it's it's probably a close second. My, mine's mine's the, the uh
0: mine's Soul Caliber, man. I love Soul Caliber. Yeah. It's like Tekken Hope we got new Soul Caliber
1: game. Tekken has always been kinda like the one I've been familiar with. Uh because it's like even before I got into or before I played like Blaze Blue, I, I played Tekken before then. Yeah. So it's like I've played Tekken for longer. <clears throat> I've just played more of like Blaze Blue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like Tekken. It's like I've always enjoyed it. I've never really had a bad experience with Tekken, but it's one of the first times I've started playing it. And it's like as I'm as I'm going through and playing it, it's just everything feels. It's, it's one of those words like playing it. Everything feels impactful. Everything feels good. Yeah. And it's like like I said, I just getting giddy. Might just it, it might be because I play King and just. <laughs> And and, and like everything, everything is flashy. Right. But yeah, it's just I don't know. The the game is fun. I've I've really been enjoying because e- even then it's like I'll hop in and I'll play through like the arcade mode twice. It's like I'll hop in, I'll play through it once. I'll hop in, I'll play through it again, and that may be all I do for the day. But I'm having a fucking blast while I do it. Yeah, yeah. Also, the training the training mode is pretty good. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's like I've just been. It's been fun. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna keep playing it. It's gonna be one of these ones where it's like, I may not, I I may not talk about it a lot, but it'll be one where it's like, yeah, I'll be I'll be playing Tekken a couple times a week.
0: Yeah, always come back to it. Kind of like how you're just dumping still probably a lot of time in a pal world.
1: Uh, it's slowed down. Slowed down. drastically in the past couple days. Is it because of Tekken? Not necessarily. Uh, I think a little bit of its. Got a little fatigue? Little fatigue. mm Because okay. uh I played, I mean I, I was almost maximum. I put played, a lot of time I played a hundred hours on the or like hundred and ten hours on my world. Mm. And then a buddy of mine set up a dedicated world. So I hopped over there, started from scratch, and I've put another 50 hours in. Yeah. Uh on that one. So it's like little it's like there's just a little fatigue, need a little I'm I'm just T- stepping back playing some persona for now
0: yeah that's all i'm gonna be playing right now um so like as soon as we're done with the show going to get some barbecue then i'm gonna go back to persona for the rest of the night uh got some stuff through tomorrow but tomorrow night play some more persona and then unfortunately i you know, will we be going out of town for a couple days so what i did pick up though is i, I still persona <laughs> i picked up persona five Tactica for switch
1: uh and i'm gonna restart Why don't Tactica. you ever just Why don't you ever just buy the game originally for Switch? Because you know you're going to go out of town. Because
0: I wanted to play it on Game Pass, John. Okay? Is that wrong? Is that wrong for me to want to play something on Game Pass? The answer is no. When it's going to be your travel game, yes.
1: (laughs) Because then you have to start over.
0: I also really want to play Persona 5 Strikers. Um, I really want to get my hands on that one, too. But I, I haven't bought that one yet. But I do have Tactica. It'll be here tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to just restarting that because I, I really enjoy the gameplay for it. But uh, you want to hit the weekly wrap-up? Uh, get out of here. Anything else you want to chat about? Uh, We're not going to talk about darts.
1: No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no. Uh, give me just a moment. I played something weird
0: earlier. Oh, I played something weird. Like a Zach weird? Like the stuff that like, he'll find or like a... What kind of weird are we talking? Like the like the game that you and Zach have recently played?
1: Kind of kind of strange. Okay, so I played I found this game earlier on Steam. Alright. It's called Kaitamon Hyper Auto Battlers Prologue. Okay. This is Okay, so this is a Roguelite Auto Battler. Monster catcher, or creature catcher. Okay. <laughs> um, so it plays like your standard roguelite, where you yeah. kind of pick... You, you have your map, you pick your path. There's like four different paths that all lead to a boss at the end of it for mm-hmm. the first stage. The The difference in this game is is instead of picking abilities, or like... Like, instead of picking abilities that you're, you would use to fight, or having like items that you would usually have in like something like backpack battles or something like that. Uh, you essentially pick, I, I think they're called Kytomon on this, it's essentially like Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you So you pick your creature, it has its own ability in that, and then it's like, then it auto battles. So it's like everything's kind of on a timer where, and each one has its own different abilities in that. So it's like there's, it's like you have some that like, when they take damage they gain more attack and then so it's like as they take damage their attack goes up and then they have when they fill out their special bar they attack everything for half of their their total damage or something like that uh and it's just it's just fun it's one of these it's not like a a crazy like it's not a crazy game it's free for now because this is just a demo of it Mm -hmm. uh Good time killer. Yeah. It's it's one of these where it's like I've been enjoying some of these kind of like strategic games, uh, like eSport or Godfather Esports that me and Zach played a few <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> weeks ago. I'm still super looking forward to that game, which by the way, that game they have they uh I think they they've updated it and it's gonna be gonna be around until the end of next fest. Okay. Uh the demo is where they have it where I think you can go into series two. I haven't done that yet. I just read that this morning, so I'm probably going to go back and do that this this week. Uh, but yeah, some of these like time killer games that are just like strategy based and stuff like that. I've been really enjoying some of these because it's like, I'll hop into it. I'll play it for an hour and then I'll hop off. Yeah. But yeah, I've been really enjoying it. This was an interesting one because like I said, it's, it's more like creature based mm-hmm. and like building a team around the different synergies that you can have there. And you can also put mm-hmm. items on them. And uh, and that that uh kind of triggered differently. So, and it's one where it's like each each creature can, or each Kaitamon as they call them, can evolve, and they have their XP margin or like milestones, mm-hmm. and they can evolve to a stage three. Uh, for it, and it's like so you can, if if everything goes your way, you could have a full team of stage threes by the end of the like the first act, and or like by the boss in the prologue. But I've been, I played it for like an hour earlier. I had a good time the whole time, so just wanted to shout that one out. Yeah,
0: shout that one out. Have, have a have a good little time killer game there for you. All right, let's hit the weekly wrap up and get out of here. So the first one, uh, which is on my very blue thumbnail for the day, uh, new PlayStation handheld and early development. Now this is one of those that once it kind of got out there, all major outlets started reporting on it, like Insider Gaming and stuff. Who has had a finger on the pulse of Sony, you know, who got the portal correctly, this upcoming, you know, you know, refresh correctly. This man has got his information. And even he said, take this one with a grain of salt. I'm trying to verify the information, but the guy that leaked, it I think his name was uh, Moore's law is dead. Uh, he's a known hardware leaker, and he's gotten some stuff right. But basically, it's currently in the high-level design phase. It is going to be powered with AMD with a custom AMD chip. Uh, it can natively support and play games of the PS4 and PS5. It's at least two years out, and it's technically not even greenlit for launch. Uh, so is this, I'm very curious. Is this going
1: to be a true handheld? Yes.
0: Yes. True handheld. So it's the matter, I'm hoping and praying this is all correct, because me and you feel the same way about the portal. Looks cool, sucks it's not an actual handheld. Yeah. We want another, because like, we can both agree, most gamers can agree, PS Vita was well ab- ahead of
1: its if, time. If PS Vita came out now, it would be one of the best-selling consoles of all time. It would, because <laughs> the PS Vita was so far but ahead a- of its time. Because now is what everybody wants. Like. Everyone wants it, handheld now. It it did a lot of what the Switch does. Yes. Way before that, and if it if people could have that now, especially for their PS5 games, they would lose their fucking mind. Yes. Like I, I don't think people really give a
0: shit about like a resolution. Like it's a handheld. We get it. We see what the Steam Deck does. We see what the Switch does. We see what the Asus Rog does. We get it. We don't give a shit. But if we can play PS5 games and PS4 games on the go like that, sign me up. That yeah, sounds awesome. That's the thing. It's like that sounds awesome.
1: That's, that's why it's my first question. Is it a true handheld? Yes, they yes. play it native. It's like yes, and it can play PS5 games. Oh. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Sign me up.
0: Now it's just hopefully this is a, a correct report. You know, yeah. Uh, hopefully this is real. Hopefully we can get more verification on this, and you know, at least two years out they're going to still be striking because it, it's like you know it's cool to see. Like, whenever the portal was announced, I think like me and you and, and Zach all agreed that we felt like the portal was Sony kind of dipping their toes in. It's like, eh, do we want to do this again? Do, do we want to jump back into this market? That's what it felt
1: like, yeah. Well, it was funny because, yeah, with the portal, me and you basically agreed. It was like there were like three things that it had to be able to do, and yeah. if it couldn't do it, it was like okay well if it if it can't do that stuff it needs to be at least this price and if it's yep. over that it's never gonna sell yeah which i think we said like 100 bucks i th- I, th- I think it was like uh, i think we said like 150 or something and it was like four and it was like if it's more than that and it can't do these these basic things that it needs to do it's it's pointless
0: it goes for 300 yeah Jesus, are you serious is that base price? I don't know. I don't know if that's base price because I'm seeing it like being resold for like 300 plus. I don't know what base price was this thing was, but God bless. That's expensive that's base price. Mm. Jesus. But no, you know, if, if this new PlayStation handheld, if it if it is true native, it can play everything. I don't know how it's going to, I guess you're going to have to have a digital library, so you're good. I'm screwed. Um, but I mean, either way, I hope to see them get back into it. Maybe they'll
1: re-release games physically for it. Probably not. Yeah, Probably it all digital. Like- it, playstation portal would be two hundred dollars if it was in stock at sony but it's out okay so that's why
0: everything's up all right It's 200 bucks too high should have been 100 yeah. either way but no I, I, playstation wanted to get back into the handheld business love to see it i want to see it because i loved the psp i never had a vita i wish i had a vita loved the psp just got a psp again recently love it i'm jealous <laughs> yeah. You
1: know where I got it too. They had 3 of them in stock. I know and I <laughs> I, I hesitated by a week and yeah. when I went back they were gone.
0: Yeah. Cuz see whenever I was like deciding okay, I want it because they had fantasy star online, uh, online too as well, which I know you love that game. Um they you know when I went when I was deciding on it, they had all 3 and I went back they had 2 left. And I'm like I got to get it. I got to get. It. I can't wait. I can't I can't I can't do this. Yeah. I can't let this slip through my fingers. <laughs> Cuz
1: you mentioned you bought it I showed up and the other was gone. <laughs> So sorry.
0: I love my PSP, man. Love it. So, like I hope they get back in the handheld market and another thing as well, you know, a uh, opposing company, you know, we saw the big Xbox leak where Xbox had a prototype handheld in play. I hope they do that too. I hope there's an Xbox handheld in the works. I would love to see it. One little thing that I saw recently where I'm just like are you trying to tell us something? Is I think it was uh, some tweet by maybe uh, Jez Gordon who 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 writes for like Xbox Wire. I think I could be wrong on where he writes, but he's someone I follow. Uh, where he talked about like it was a tweet where it's like, can you know could Xbox make a handheld and just provided some stuff. Phil Spencer did like that tweet. I'm like, Phil, are you trying to tell us something? Like is this happening? Is, please tell me it's happening. Cause that'd be awesome. But
1: man, I hope PlayStation does a new handheld. That'd be great. Okay, here's the thing. It's like if you're gonna do a handheld, it, it it's like and it can it can play your normal your other games natively and everything on it. That's cool. If I can have the ability to to stream console to like connect them and stream like whatever on my console and just take it and walk away and then seamlessly transition back and forth as well. Win. I, I'll, I'll, win. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy it for that. <laughs> Big win. That'd be great. That'd be great. Imagine, imagine like sitting de- like you're on your PlayStation or something, or you're on your Xbox or whatever, playing playing your game. It's like I want to go to bed, but I don't want to stop playing yet. Yeah. And you just grab it and just <coughs> doop. Yep. And then walk away, and then it's still there. Yep. Just going. I would love that. That'd be awesome, man. I hope I'm hoping that this
0: is real. I hope it's real.
1: Because you know what could do that?
0: The Vita. Yeah. <laughs> The Vita was great, man. I love <laughs> the Vita, I wish I had it, man. I loved it as a concept. I love you know, seeing all the stuff about the Vita. I, everyone that I've ever known to own a Vita loved it. Man, I want a Vita. I want a Vita. Uh, Next thing up is uh, involving the live service future that's quickly approaching. There was recently a 47-page report published by Griffin Gaming Partners where they interviewed studios all around the world about games as a service. 65% or an exact number of 540 game studios are actively working on a live service title. Studios view live service as a key to longevity, which if you can
1: nail it on your live service game, you are correct that it is a key to longevity, but you got to nail it. Here's the problem. Even the big players in the market don't nail it every no. time they put something out. Look at Destiny 2. Every other expansion that comes out is the most hated thing that they've ever released. <laughs> every other one.
0: Every other one.
1: And it's like and that's one of the success stories.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's one of the successful ones. That's one it's of the, like, the OG successful it's ones. It's like
1: most of these games, it's like they either thrive off of a small dedicated player base or they're gone within a year. Yeah. It's like I don't I'm not a huge fan of everyone trying to make live service games. I hate it. I would re- I hate it. You 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 spend in three times the resources to try to make a live service game when you could have made one good like single player game. Yeah. Or like one good like co op or multiplayer game. Right. It's like look at some of these other games. It's like they're 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 it's like if you as long as you make a really good multiplayer game it doesn't even have to be a complex game mm-hmm. but it's like as long as it's good you'll have enough people playing it yeah so it's like i don't know i'm, I'm every now and then i get into a live service game but most of the time i most of the time i don't i don't want to yeah
0: it just kind of happens yeah. yeah
1: it's like it's, usually it's like if it happens it's like oh i got into this game and it happens to be live service mm-hmm. it's like i don't seek them out anymore Right. Uh, Next thing we had was I had some Power World updates for us. Uh, So Xbox
0: announced they are uh, they are working directly with Pocket Pair to improve Power World, providing dedicated servers, engineering resource to help with GPU and memory optimization, speeding up process to make Power World available to players, and better optimization for Xbox in general. Uh, And then in terms of numbers, we now have 12 million copies sold on Steam plus 7 million players on Xbox. Woo, buddy. Pile World is doing insane numbers.
1: It's like every week this continues and continues and continues to climb. I, like, just on Steam alone, I am still every day seeing new people on my friends list by the game. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like... <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it, it's crazy that I'm still seeing people that have, like... Because it's one of those where it's like, I can understand like, okay, yeah, maybe you waited for payday to buy the game and your payday was like a week and a half out yeah. or something. So you're like, you're a little bit behind the time, but it's like, it, it's been weeks yeah. and people are still buying it possibly for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it, it could be a case where like some people played it on Game Pass and are like go play it on steam now yeah or it's like, it's like, okay i got a taste for it. let me go buy it it's like i got buddies that have a server going over here i'm gonna go hop in with them yeah but i'll just buy the game again real quick because why the fuck not the game's fantastic yeah exactly
0: and that's why I think Game Pass is such a great move for. It. Now, obviously, I was going to move copies no matter what, but it's, it's situations exactly what you said. People just like, all right, yeah, let me try it out. Let me hop on PC Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. Let me try the game. Oh, this is actually a lot of fun. You know what? I got buddies playing it on PC. Let me let me let me just go ahead and buy a PC. Twenty seven bucks. Hell yeah, sign me up. So I mean, uh, top to bottom, huge W for Power World. Uh, apparently, Naughty Dog's next big single-player game is apparently not Last uh, Part Three. Uh, Neil Dr- uh, Druckmann did recently say there was a concept there, and there is probably one more chapter. Yeah, because they're they're
1: standing over his shoulder, going, "Fucking make it!"
0: Yeah, make it, bitch. Uh, but I think I think there's been a, a lot of talk for a while that you know they Naughty Dog did have a completely different game in the works, so uh, that's going to probably just be their next game. Uh, we do have a Ubisoft report here, per Insider Gaming. Uh, apparently, Star Wars uh, Star Wars Outlaws is targeting a first half 2024 release. I saw May, and I was just like, "Wow!" I didn't think that game was going to come out until late this year. Apparently, Assassin's Creed Red is targeting a second half this year, so that's that's cool. That's one of the few games I'm looking forward to. Assassin's Creed Black Flag remake is in development, but it's several years out, so they're trying to really tap back into that vein. Uh, <laughs> you know, so shout out to them, I guess. Uh, Lost Crown has uh, over 300K players, $15 million in revenue. Avatar fans showed up for this one. Avatar Frontiers Pandora, even though it's a mid-ass game, has over 1.9 million players and has $133 million in revenue. You're part of the problem. I just wanted to see the
1: beautiful world.
0: You're part of the problem. I just wanted to see the beautiful world. Now now we're going to get a sequel. (laughs) We're going to get a sequel. We keep getting
1: getting (laughs) mid-ass games from Ubisoft because people like you.
0: I just wanted to see the beautiful world. I got what I wanted out of it. Yeah, but now they're gonna I make played.
1: now they're gonna make a second one, and that and one's that, gonna come out, and you're gonna go. I wonder how much better it looks.
0: <laughs> Basically, <laughs> there's also multiple new Far Cry and Ghost Recon games in 2025 that's in 2026, a two year span, multiple new games. Okay. What do What are we doing? <laughs> Here's what are we
1: doing? <laughs> I, I would propose a quick thought to Ubisoft: Have they ever heard of a new IP? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, they, they have, and it did well,
0: and they were gonna make a sequel, and then they canned the sequel, and that was Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Like they they had a sequel greenlit, and then they're just like, yeah, you know what? Never mind. Let's just make seventeen Assassin's Creeds, nineteen yeah. Far Cries.
1: Yeah, it's like we're still making Far Cry, dude. Your Far Far Cry's been
0: mid as fuck for years. <laughs> yeah, for multiple installments now. So uh, Ubisoft's gonna Ubisoft. That's the bottom line. Uh, speaking of Destiny earlier, Destiny 2 and Mass Effect has got a crossover coming this month. I do believe it's free as well, all the stuff you get. Uh, and also, Destiny 2 Game Director has left Bungie. So, that's the thing. He, he's getting out before the shitstorm of the DLC comes out this year. That could make all of Destiny, like hi, or all Bungie higher-ups, get taken over by Sony. He's just like, yeah, I can already tell this is going to be a yeah. shit DLC. Yeah. I'm out.
1: That's him going,
0: I'm leaving before they fire me. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm out on my own terms. Ah, uh, there is an Age of Empire event stream announced for the twenty third of this month. It's going to feature updates for two Definitive Edition, three Definitive Edition, four mobile,
1: and Retold. So, if you're a big Age of Empires fan, I look need, out for that. I need to get back in Age of Empires. You got a big I, update coming. I know. I I used to love them, but it's like I just haven't. I haven't played our like RTS games in years. Yeah. And then the last update
0: is we did get a Sonic the Hedgehog 3 movie logo reveal, which is uh, in big reference to Sonic Adventure 2. And Jim Carrey is back again. And I wanted to shout this out because when I saw, I didn't even click the article. I'm not going to give this guy my click because it's like, how stupid of an article is that? Shout out to a Smart News article I saw where it's just like the the little uh, push notification was, Jim Carrey is out of retirement for an unlikely role. And I'm just like, you're acting as if... This has not pulled him out of retirement for three times now. Yeah. He was retired before Sonic, came out for Sonic, he retired after Sonic, came back for Sonic 2, said he was definitely retired after Sonic 2, and you could argue his character was killed off in Sonic 2, and now he's back again for Sonic hey, 3.
1: Come on. You're forgetting how how easy, like easy this article is for him. This dude just opens up the article. Deletes Sonic Two and puts in Sonic Three. I know, and then <laughs> alters like four lines, yep. and he's good to go. He could keep milking this. I know, I know, but very
0: excited for Sonic Three. It's coming out this December. Day one, minute one, can't wait. I'm so pumped. Uh, that's all I had for Luki wrap up. You got anything for it? Got anything to shout out? Now I'm gonna hit the music. Uh,
1: I th- no, I think I got my stuff out of the way. All right, hit the music. Let's get out of here. Last thoughts. All right, uh, if you if you made it to the end with us, thank you very much. And uh, if you like what you saw here and would like to see us do it again, we do these live streams every Saturday, usually about 6 p.m. Central Time. So come check us out then. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe as well, no matter what your platform
0: allows. We would appreciate that extra support. Check us out at Sparky3.com. Uh, you can sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We'd appreciate that support as well, as well as the support of buying some Rogue or an Agent Ink jersey using our referral links down below. Uh, like he said, you can check us out in multiple locations. Whether it's the Sparky3 YouTube, GameStatic YouTube, uh, Sparky3 Twitch, Sparky3 Kick. Uh, lately, I've been doing it on my personal Twitter at 23 I'm just mixing it up. I don't know. Just having some fun. But yeah, we'll be back next Saturday. It'll be a great time. Until next time. Bye. Uh, so overall, the state of play was actually pretty solid in my opinion. I think across the board, I personally gave it an a plus because like the extended looks for games that I've been looking forward to, I loved what I saw. That I was my big. I thing.
1: didn't watch the whole thing. I kind of skimmed through for yeah, stuff yeah. that I'm excited yeah, about. Yeah, right. Uh, and I can see this is one of those ones where it's like, like usually around the time of like Summer Game Fest during mm. like the. F- the kickoff show when I'm always excited for yep. like all the like weird indie games coming out. This right here, I look at this lineup, and I'm like, uh, this is like sixty percent stuff Alex is looking forward to. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. I mean, uh, so
0: just going through the list, I got I got the full list here. You know, I've got it in order of announcement. So first immediately let off with another look of Divers 2 that comes out in just a couple days. Which so that makes sense. Which this
1: this game, I'm actually
0: are this, you are this, you getting it? This is a
1: game I'm probably getting. Okay. Because it's like I didn't care like I didn't I didn't care at all for Helldivers. Right. Helldivers 2 looks fucking like awesome.
0: Yeah. I like okay. So I actually uh you know, one thing that I did, I want to start doing this for showcases, uh, is I did make a TikTok with all my opinion on, for every announcement. And for the for the hell divers, my exact words were the gameplay looks awesome. This game's not for me, but Helldivers fans should be excited because it looks great. Yeah. Like the game's
1: not for me, but like it looks fantastic. Yeah. It's like this is some, I'm not 100% saying I'm picking it up, but this is this is one of the few games of the year that's been on my radar as a possible pickup. Yeah.
0: Also, you should go follow me on TikTok at Sparky3Official. I'm doing the 366 Days of Gaming uh, Challenge. I still need to get up today's game. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I've been playing percent all day. Uh, now, the next game, this is one of the ones that I'm excited for Stellar Blade. I uh, got an extended trailer with an April release date, April twenty sixth. That one's going on the calendar. I'm looking forward to this game. The game just looks cool, man. Like it, the, the, you know, the gameplay looks sick. The combat looks great. Like, like you know, whenever, whenever this game was, I think called like, uh, like what Project Eve or whatever it was. I don't remember. Before I got the name of Stellar Blade, like I thought I was interested in the game then. I, I just think the game looks great. Stellar Blade looks like a really cool game. Yeah,
1: this is. I mean, it, for me, it's one that like. It's one that when it comes closer, I'm I might get excited for. Right. But it, it's also like I look at it, and I'm like, I'm unsure. Yeah. It's like it it looks great, but I don't know if it's gonna be my kind of game. Right. So it's this this could be one like a week out, I'm I'm the most hyped for it, or I'm just still gonna be like, eh, pick
0: it up on a sale or something like that, you know. Uh, next up, very excited for this. Sonic X Shadows Generations coming this autumn. So it's just a Sonic Generations uh, basically remaster with now Shadow stuff. The, kind, the vibe that I get from it, especially from like the leaks leading into this, think of like Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury port, where yeah. it's like you had the base game of Mario 3D World, but then you add this whole Bowser's Fury segment of the game. That's kind of what I picture. You have Sonic Generations, and now you have like the shadow generations that's yeah. that's kind of how i picture it Which so I, it looks
1: great i will say as somebody who didn't watch this show and really didn't pay too much attention to what was gonna be on the show going into it because mm-hmm. it's like i mean for the most part i knew what was gonna be on there man as somebody who's just like kind of clicking through a youtube video after the fact seeing what's on there clicking through just see a shadow in the middle of the screen i'm like what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> Shadow's
0: back, baby. I, one thing I thought was so great that with him coming back and in, in the style of this Generations game is we get to see uh, the villain from his Shadow game. Like, there's Shadow the Hedgehog content in this game. Like, who would have thought they would have referenced that game? So I was just like, wow, that's insane. Uh, all right, so the next few things we had was like a, a look at uh, Zenless Zone Zero. Uh, that's by Hoyoverse, of course. That's in development for PS5. <laughs> Another look at Foam Stars. That should be out, I think, now, or if not in a couple days, coming to PlayStation Plus Essentials, and it's also on sale for $30. Uh, Dave the Diver coming to PlayStation, along with a Godzilla collab. Dude, these collabs for Dave the Diver just keeps getting they, wilder and they wilder. Just,
1: yeah, they're just kind of like, eh. If they, if, if we'll ask. So it, they're taking the concept of it's always a no if you don't ask. Yeah, to the to the limit. I'm
0: sure they present their question. It's like, hey, you know, we were indie game nom- in best indie game of the year nominated. So I'm just saying, you should you should consider it. Uh, v Rising is coming to PlayStation. That came out in, what 2022, I think. Uh, pretty solid uh, reviews. Yeah, I think it was 2022. Yeah, it kind of blew up for a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's going to get a resurgence it, potentially. Yeah. It. I mean, it's it, it's one I haven't played it, but it's it's kind of been on my list. Yeah, but it, it's. It's also one where I'm like I've kind of looked for a sale, right?
0: Uh, finally got some Silent Hill stuff. Silent Hill: The Short Message. I remember uh, reporting on this a while ago. Of just the name was like trademarked or whatever. We got a full trailer of that one. That game is free to play and out now. I do have it downloaded. Have not jumped into it yet. It gave me a lot of PT vibes. A lot of PT vibes. Not for John. Not for John. It's free to play, John. I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to jumping into this one and trying it out. Not That's, for John, that shit don't work for everything. <laughs> uh, so and then we finally got to look at Silent Hill 2 remake. Let's not forget, Bloober Team recently put out a, a message, kind of completely blaming Konami. It's just like, you know, Konami, our partner, Konami. You know, really highlighting Konami that it's kind of their fault. So finally got to look at that game. No release date though. Uh, and then Judas. Uh, I don't know if this was previously announced or if this was the announcement trailer. I don't know. Uh, but a lot of Bioshock vibes.
1: Oh, this one, yeah,
0: yeah, a lot of Bioshock. I, I couldn't
1: vibes. remember what it was because I think this is the one where like I I clicked into it and it was like partially into the trailer, uh, where I where like I clicked on the video at yeah, and the first thing I said was, "Man, this looks like Bioshock."
0: Yeah, no, that was the reception <laughs> from everyone was Bioshock. It's like, like that's what it looks
1: like, like. I don't. I haven't even played Bioshock. Yeah, and I, I look at it, and I go. This feels very much the same. Yeah.
0: So, like, the general reception from this is, like, everyone was, like, just beyond stoked. It's, just, like, dude, yes. Yes. Something that looks like Bioshock. It's Bioshock, basically. Let's go. So, like, there was, like, a unanimous, like, let's fucking go when it came to Judas. A couple VR games. One looked like a great VR game, and one looked like a VR game. Uh, we had Metro coming back with Metro Awakening VR, and then we had a little trailer for Legendary Tales VR. Metro looked like a great VR game. Legendary Tales looked like
1: a VR game. (laughs) That's the best way I can describe it. I mean, that's like, when it comes to VR games, the best compliment I can give a game when I watch a trailer that's a VR game is, I couldn't even tell it's a VR game.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's a great compliment.
1: It's like, that's, but I mean, like you said, sometimes it's just going to be a VR game. Did you actually watch the full
0: uh, trailer for the Legendary Tales? Okay, so there was one wow. clip that I saw someone share on Twitter that like I didn't even mentally process when it happened, but it, like in the trailer, but it, like in con- like looking back on it's just like that is so stupidly funny to include. There was one like quick shot they showed where whoever was playing was just beating the fuck out of a skeleton on the ground, like repeatedly for like 3 <laughs> seconds. It's whack, whack, whack. Like just beating it. It's just on the ground laying there and I'm just like that is hilarious in context. Like well, now that I look back on it. It's also
1: just one of those where it's like <laughs> the dumb know, little it's moment. It's like, know your player base. Yeah. It's like because it's one thing I've seen. It's like. Uh because I've I've seen videos. Cause I I think back to and this might be the one of the worst examples I, that I can come up with in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And it was just the the difference in ways that like the advertising companies, the developers and everything, the way they present their game for trailers. Mm-hmm. And it was uh division two mm-hmm. when it, when, when they were showing like the initial gameplay trailer f- for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they show a squad of people doing a mission <clears throat> and it, and it's just like them. They're like common back and forth. Like it's an actual mission that they're going into and that, and like saying that they're sneaking up on them, trying to time the fire. Then you cut the, pe- like a group of people that are actually playing and, and it's like, it's just like, because uh, I've seen an old video that was a comparison of it. And it cut to a smash cut of like four people emoting and screaming at the same time and then charging into battle. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, that's the difference between what they think we're doing and what we're actually doing. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, in some of these games, it's like, yeah, just show off what someone is actually going to do in this game. Yeah. It's Beat like, the shit out of it's a skeleton. It's like somebody's going to see a skeleton <laughs> on the ground and walk over to it and see if and try to hit it a few times.
0: Yes. I, I will say the one thing that kind of stuck out to me about Legendary Tales, though, that I thought was kind of cool, is that it gave me Oblivion vibes, and I don't mean that as like um like an insult in terms of graphical, you know what I mean? Like, it's a VR game. Yeah, I know what you uh, mean. But is. just like, that was the vibe that came off to me. Not even Skyrim, but Oblivion. That was the vibes I got. So I I, see, I can say that a compliment for me, because Oblivion is my preferred Elder Scrolls. It is my one of my favorite games. So I think that's a compliment, uh, but I mean, I think I think like a like a, a game like that played in VR in today, I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be cool. Uh, got another look at Dragon's Dogma two. That's coming out, of course, on the twenty second of March. This game still looks great.
1: I think everyone is going to play this game.
0: Yes, I think. Every, dude, that's such a big day. That that day, dude. You have Dragon's Dogma two. I know we're not going to play this, but it, I mean, it is, I guess a notable Nintendo release. You have Princess Peach Showtime that day. And then you have this next game, Rise of the Ronin. I all was on the looking same day. I was looking at the release calendar earlier
1: and I was like, what are you gonna do? Because <laughs> this like these are two of your most anticipated games of the year. Yep. On like
0: on the same day. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna I think I'm going you, to Rise of the you, Ronin. You're gonna that, have to like you're gonna either have to just pick one or flip a coin. <laughs> I'm going at Rise of the Ronin because that extended trailer was awesome yeah that game
1: looks so good i was gonna say i figure you might pick that one for two reasons one i'm probably playing dragon's dogma and two you have talked way more about rise of the ronin than you have dragon's dogma that's fair that's fair and (laughs) you've you've been way more excited for that
0: you are correct and he's also correct in the narrative of if there's two big games coming out around the same time if i know that like one of them are going to play like one of them, I'll play the other because it's a great example. God of War, Ragnarok, Sonic Frontiers. I knew he was gonna play Ragnarok, so I I, I got Ragnarok the same day he did, but I played Sonic Frontiers instead. Because so ironically, talk about it. <laughs> I
1: think you liked it better. You liked Ragnarok better than I. <laughs> I love Ragnarok, bro. <laughs> it's one of those where it's like I loved it, but you, like you came into it with like lower expectations. Yeah, I did. Not and maybe, it's like, in any like we, we probably hit the same highs. But they were higher for you because you had no
0: bar going in, hardly. <laughs> and when I, when he says no bar, I don't mean I thought it was going to be a bad game. It's just I'm not the diehard God of War yeah. fan. That's he, the only reason it's why. It's like
1: he's not the one that played like God of War 2018 yeah. and yeah. had his mind blown necessarily. He was like, it's a good game. Yeah, that's a good game. I enjoyed that. That was
0: fun. Yeah, that was me. That, I was yeah. that guy. <laughs> but Ragnarok so, blew me yeah. away. That <laughs> he, he goes
1: from that to like the, the same experience that we had in 2018. Exactly but elevated because this one was
0: way up here. <laughs> and I think when it came to, when it comes to that, I think it really goes back to what we've talked about in terms of my excitement for Ragnarok is that 2018, while anyone can play it, it really is for the original fans. While Ragnarok is for the 2018 fans. So that's kind yeah. of the best way to put
1: it. Yeah. It's like, like Yeah, cuz it was it was 2018 was kind of that. Here's the new story, but we're going to hit you with every emotional beat. And yeah, show you all exactly. the cool, and and then just like slowly introduce you to the what happened and cool stuff along the path. Right.
0: We got someone popping in here on Kick. Hey, hey, man, how are you? Hopefully, you're having a wonderful day today. Uh, but no, Rise of the Ronin though that game looks great. I'm so excited for it. The extended trailer, everything about it. I mean, it it just gives obviously massive Ghost of Shima vibes. Like that's what it gives off. Which that's totally cool. Ghost of Shima was fantastic. Should have been game of the year. Not trash of us part two. Uh, loved Ghost of Shima. This game looks awesome. I cannot wait to play it. Uh, and then until Dawn Remaster, baby for PC and PS Five. Day one pickup. Day one pickup.
1: Like I said I'm before, so pumped for this. Like I said before, it's it feels like anytime there's a lull happening, it's just like like how some like Bethesda has the Skyrim button. They just have the until dawn button. Yeah, it's like it's like it's <laughs> hey, it's it's been a couple years. Release it again.
0: Yeah, basically, uh, you know, I, you know, again, I, I made a, a full breakdown of my thoughts in a slideshow on TikTok, whatever, and, and I, I I put my excitement for this game, and someone comments just like you're excited for until dawn getting you know ported to PlayStation Five and PC. What are you twelve? I'm just like, bro, I love this game. All right, there's nothing wrong with being excited to revisit a favorite. All right, fuck off. <laughs> I love until dawn. <laughs> until dawn is great. Um that that that's the game I feel like probably really got me more into horror games. Because growing up, like I wasn't huge into them. You know, like you know, when Silent Hill 2 remake
1: comes out, that's gonna my first experience of Silent Hill 2. I never played the original. Yeah. No, uh, un- Until Dawn is like the extent of going into that genre that I've gone. Yeah. I mean that that's
0: what got me into it. You know, like I played like you know, Resident Evil's growing up and that was about it. Yeah, you know, I played Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube back in the day when it was an only for GameCube game. Shout out to that. Um, but Until Dawn really got me into the genre, and then I further got into the genre, like with Mortuary Assistant, the quarry, stuff like that. you know. But anyway, no, Until Dawn Remaster, that's very exciting. Uh, it's complete. Apparently, it's all done in Unreal Engine 5, so that's cool. Game's going to look great. I can't wait. I also can't wait for the people to play this that haven't played it before. That's also the great thing. Um, Fatal Frame got me in. That's also a good one that I have not played, but I do know that that's a damn good one. A lot of people like some Fatal Frame. John, you want to play Fatal Frame?
1: No. Sounds like a fun time for you. No. I've I've seen I've seen videos of it, yeah, but no, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't not, not for me. John doesn't like horror I've, games. He doesn't. I keep every now and then I try. How's Prey? I ain't played it again.
0: Nah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the last game that we got to see,
1: what did I watch? With Death Stranding two on the beach. Did you actually watch this whole thing? I saw that it was introducing it, and I was like, and I was like, I lost interest. Mm-hmm. I just, I just like clicked away. What did I
0: watch? Like, okay, this is for context. I haven't played Death Stranding. I know about it, haven't played it, and I'm not saying it looked bad. Like, even in my my like review of it on TikTok, I gave it an A plus because the game looked great from like just a general look standpoint. A a this is wild as shit, batshit, crazy Kojima approach. So, A plus on that. But, like, it's not one that I'm going to pick up. But it's just like, what did I watch? And as someone that has not played Death Stranding, I feel like there's a lot of context here that I need to know. Because, like, a great example is when we're like looking inside of a person, and I just see a baby and a, a ship come out of the baby's mouth, and I'm like, what am I watching? I uh, Kojima, what I like again, like I, I don't know if there's context for all this with Death Stranding. I have no clue. I'm so lost on it. But Jesus Christ, what did I watch?
1: I mean it's Kojima game. It, it's one of those where it's like, I don't know. Like I said, I saw that it was starting to get introduced, and I was like, yep, yep. I'm not, I don't I'm not gonna be able to understand this, so I'm just gonna walk away. It's like I'm not going to play it. I'm not really going to have any interest in it, so I'm just going to turn it off now.
0: I kind of want to play Death Stranding. I kind of want to play Death Stranding. I I don't know anyone who's actually played Death Stranding and has like really like was like this is a great game. This is phenomenal. You know, I mean, there's there's obviously that like that's the reception online is this game's incredible but I was like, I don't know anyone that has. So it's like, if if, if there's someone watching this yeah, I don't, that's played it and you love it, please sell me on I don't on know
1: it. anyone that's personally played the game.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know either. Like, please sell me on this. If you're watching this and you've played it in the comments, uh, on the video after the fact, watching whatever. Sell me on this game. I, I want to know. It's like, do I need to pick this thing up? The director's cut, whatever. Uh, Kojima also announced he's got a new game in development uh, with Sony as well. It's a uh, next-gen action espionage. Which I did, a lot of people were catching that he did say next gen. So I was like, did they just announce a game for the PS6 and we don't even have an announcement for the Switch 2 yet? Yeah. <laughs> like, is that what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, the, that's what it sounded like. That's one thing.
1: <laughs> it's like, at least at least Kojima's very aware of the fact he's like, I'm going to make a game. This game is going to take me a fucking long time to make Yeah, to, to do what I want to do. It's not. It, it's like these. This, this generation is gonna be gone by the time it comes out. Right. I mean, shout out to that man. Um, then
0: we did get the uh, next state of play is set for the six, so just a few days from now, um, and it's just gonna be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth focused. So that's cool. Uh, but overall, state of play for me, I'd give that thing an A plus. Lots of like again, Stellar Blade looked fantastic. Sonic Shadow Generations day one pickup. Okay, until dawn. That's awesome. The two Silent Hills look great. Uh, Dragon's Dogma looked great. Rise of the Ronin extended trailer looked awesome.
1: I'm here for the state of play. The state of play was awesome for me. Yeah, I mean, this is this is one where it's like I, while I'm only excited about like a couple games on this list, yeah, yeah. I can also look at it and go,
0: this was a good state. Yeah, play. yeah, yeah. This for good for time.
1: people for people that are going to play a wider range of games than I am this year, this is this is everything that you wanted. Yeah, it's like the, the and the only thing that's missing from this show that you're not getting any information about. You're getting information in a week.
0: Yeah, exactly. Big true. Big true. I know one thing that I saw some people uh, like asking, uh, like on whether it was on TikTok or Twitter or whatever the case is, uh, asking about like you know was there any like why wasn't there any Spider-Man Two news uh, in case it was missed because it was a very like throw it out there, move on. Uh, Insomniac did put out a tweet I think like last week. Uh, just giving a general update. Like, hey, we're still working on New Game Plus. We're working on a lot of other updates to go along with it. Still needs a little bit of time to cook. And I saw even people just like, but Insomniac, you said it was going to come out in January. Insomniac claps back. No, we said it was coming out early 2024. That is like a window. Okay, we never said January. That's, you guys got that in your head. I was just like, shout out to you, Insomniac. Clap back. You know, with all the shit you guys went through at the end of the yeah, year, yeah. clap
1: back a little bit. I, it's one of those words like, not not every not every developer, but some developers, they've they've earned the right. Yeah. It's like some developers are like, okay, it's like, yeah, yeah, just sit over there. It's like sit over there, kind of quietly do your work, and uh, mm. we'll be happy when, when you release something. Don't come talking back because you made some problems. It's like you made some mistakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where it's, it's like in, Insomniac, it's like. They've been through it, so it, much. It, it, it's like you just sit there you're like, get them. Yeah, do it.
2: (laughs) Do it. (laughs)
0: Uh, all right, so let's hop over to Persona 3 Reload. Uh, like I said earlier, I've played about like 12 and a half, 13 hours so far. Uh, I'm about to hit June. So I've played two hours.
1: Did you enjoy your two hours? Okay, here's 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 something I'm going to say. All right. Uh, or Okay, I'm going to lead off. I'm going to hop around a little bit here okay. before I kind of jump into it. Because initially, when you first start the game, and it kind of goes through the opening cutscene yeah. and everything for it, uh, cutscene goes hard. Yeah. Uh, because uh, like four seconds into the cup, cut scene almost, or it's like you kind of look out over the sky, and then it immediately transitions to a girl holding a gun to her forehead, saying yep. "pull the trigger." And <laughs> yeah, I'm there, I sit there, and I I'm, like I'm watching. I'm going, "Man, they're just they're not fucking hold back." <laughs> yeah, they're they're going all in. <laughs> uh, here's one thing. Here's what I will say. Uh, when you were saying like. If Zach wanted to challenge you, he would have told you like six hours or something. Yeah. Does not surprise me because the only reason I stopped playing the game was because I had to come over here. Yeah. I mean, dude, time because, flies. Because I will say, I I was going to start playing it this morning, but I was, it was weird. I downloaded it on my computer and then I moved over to my recliner and I wanted to play it on my Xbox. So I had to re-download it. Oh, yeah. So, and then like I got distracted, like cleaning and doing other stuff today. Uh, so I didn't end up playing it much, but I think I'll. Pr- I think I'm probably gonna play this one more. Uh, I don't know what it is. Inherently, I have this game has grabbed me more so than like Persona Five did. Really? Okay. All right. Just for like off the like in the first like two hours. Yeah, it's been more enjoyable to me than Persona Five was. Right, and also for
0: context for anyone listening. Die-hard Persona 5 fan, just getting into Persona for me. Light Persona fan. Our, our, our Persona fan of the show is not here today. Yeah. Our, our fan who owns the original yeah. Persona, my, and has played the original Persona, is not here. My, We're light Persona fans, my, just for context. My
1: extent of Persona before this game came out is I've played about 25 hours of Persona 5. Yeah. Uh, And then dr- kind of dropped it out of nowhere. Right. Went back to it, played it for probably six hours, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, then something else came out that pulled me away from it. Yeah, uh, I also want to address something real quick because I had this
0: exact conversation with my girlfriend the other day. Um, someone said in chat the fact that that's how they summon their personas is fucking wild in terms of shooting themselves. Whatever. I had this exact conversation the other day because I'm the one that has like the legitimate like. Thought that goes to the head. Man, what if, like, some kids that aren't supposed to play this game plays this game, loves it, sees that, and shoots themselves in the head thinking they're going to summon Persona? Because that shit's real. Like, I watched a case. I don't remember the YouTuber. I don't remember the kid's name. But there was that one YouTuber who, like, went psycho, murdered everyone at a grocery store, and then killed himself because he, he fell in love with Ember Moon from Danny Phantom, and he thought he was going to become a ghost girl. Like, I... People are, people can be, like, they're impressionable. So, like, that was my first thought, like, is, like, the fact that, like, they shoot themselves, and that's how they, that
1: is so wild to me. I will say, because I, I, I understand a, it's a product of its age and stuff. Yeah, I will say, like, uh I assumed that was going to be, like, cutscene story stuff. And like you see it the one time, I did not think that every time you activated a persona, yeah, like that a that skill from persona. <laughs> that was my using the persona. I did not think it was going to show a cutscene of them shooting themselves
0: every time. And also, shout out to this guy. Apparently, the story I just said happened two hours away from him, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about with with with, with that uh, with that YouTuber. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's just like you know, people, uh, you know, kids or like people, like you know, th- like they can be impressed, you know. Th- you know, impressions can happen very easily, right? So that—that's that, my thought with this. Is like you see characters shooting themselves in the head nonstop, <laughs> summoning personas. Like, what if what what if the wrong kid plays this? You know, which obviously they don't need to be playing it. But for God's sake, me and you were playing GTA San Andreas, getting a blowjob at like whatever age we were when that came out. It's just like, oh, well, that's happening. You know, so it's just, I don't know. It's 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 so wild to me that that's how we summon the persona but i you know yeah. they they give
1: fair warning going into the game you know as they do all personas you you get like three warnings before yeah. before you make it to the main menu yeah exactly uh but yeah the, as as far as i am in the game i have basically i've kind of just gotten free reign. right so like i've i've gone through your first entrance into or like your first exploration of tartar is where you go through floor one Mm -hmm. uh and then i have i'm back from back to to go again Mm. and it's like that's where i got to so
0: i think when i ended earlier uh before i came out here to start getting the studio set up i had just finished getting to floor i think like 43 which is the end of the second block because I'm basically treating Tartarus like I would Palaces and P5R, where it's like the moment the game will let me just go, I am going until I can no longer go. Like yeah. basically until I can, you know, sit, you know, send the calling card or in this case reach my blockade. Like once I, like that's as far as I'm going. And one thing, you know, I knew about this going in, but I completely forgot about it until I realized it wasn't there. Because again, I've never played P3. I, I know a little bit about it. Uh, one thing that's not in the game is the fatigue system because like, I, I, I thought for some, I thought it was because everyone was saying, oh, you know, if you get really tired, you know, go ahead and retreat. If you get really exhausted, go ahead and retreat and stuff. Fatigue system is just not in the game. Apparently that was a thing with, you know, P3P uh, where like there is a fatigue bar that you will hit. And it's like, you will have to probably <laughs> retreat in the older games to my understanding. So like that's just not in the game. So that makes it easier. So I'm cool with easier. I'm a baby. I just want to enjoy my game. Okay. Yeah. I'm just here for a good time, not a hard time. Um, um, I, I
1: I will say I'm to step back real quick uh, because uh, like the essence of the game is our character. Uh, our character's been transferred to a new school. Yeah. Yeah. And on your way to the dormitory, which also this dude's this dude either doesn't doesn't give a fuck or he's the most oblivious person on the planet. Because the, as soon as you get control of your character, you're walking through, and it gets it thing. gets dark. There's <laughs> coffins everywhere, like blood on the ground everywhere. You make it to your dormitory, and everybody it's like everybody kind of panics. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, what, what, who are you? What are you doing here? How did you get here? Uh, I was es- thinking the same yeah. thing. I was like, bro, bro, do you not see the blood on the ground? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? But yeah, uh, apparently. The days have more than 24 hours. uh, And once it hits midnight, you hit zero hour or dark hour or whatever it's called. Uh, And and during that time, normal people go to sleep in a coffin wherever they happen to be at. Yeah, just kind of (laughs) happens. And then uh, shadows and that come out and kind of go after anybody that's there. Yeah. And certain people. Certain people have the ability to withstand it and can summon personas, and you happen to be one of these people. And you join a group of people to explore a tower to try to figure out what the hell's going on. Mm. And that's kind of the essence of the game, as far as I am aware at this point. Uh, as of
0: where I'm at now, about to hit June 1st, yes, that's still the essence of the game. The One of the funny things that I immediately notice, and I, I get it, I, it goes back to when the game originally came out, you know, But like as again as someone that's only experienced Persona through Persona Five Royal through two playthroughs like almost 200 hours of gameplay and then like two to three hours of Persona Four Golden like one of the first things that like caught my eye how basic as shit our social links look where it's just like I would not have known you are a social link if it wasn't for the fact that when I talked to you just exploring you actually had a character art if it wasn't for that I would not have known because you look like. A basic ass character because I, it, it goes to like the ongoing joke with Yu Gi Oh protagonists where it's like spot the protagonist because it's just so clear. That's how P Five R was. It's like yeah. spot the important character. Well, it's yeah, pretty easy it's to like do.
1: P Five R was kind of like here's a here's a gray or black silhouette and then here's a fully rendered person.
0: Yes, <laughs>
1: but yeah, exactly. No, it's like pretty much anytime I have the ability to explore and walk around. Yep. Anybody that I see that has like a little exclamation or like a little dots above their head or something i'm like i'm gonna go talk to them just to make sure i don't miss something
0: yeah one thing that i already really like about this game uh you know as as playing for the first time is that i i always love the little things in games especially like in throughout p5r i love all the little stuff because it just i mean the gameplay is great and all that that's fantastic but like i'm i'm it's kind of like how you were with Digimon survive you were more here for that you know, after a while you're like, fuck the gameplay. I want to get into the, the yeah. other stuff. That that's how yeah. kinda I am a lot with persona stuff. One thing that I immediately it's a little thing that I've noticed is I love the personality on all the teachers because like the teachers in P five R it's like besides you know Kawakami because she's a, a link obviously like they don't—they're pretty. They don't really have a lot of personality. You have the guy that gets mad all the time and throws chalk at you. You got the other two characters: one who's a bitch and tries to out Kawakami all the time. The other guy's just there. Meanwhile, you have like this one dude with a samurai helmet. He's an, he's a teacher and actively says. Man, this shit that I'm teaching you is irrelevant. I hate this stuff. I can't wait till we get to Sengoku. That, that shit's awesome. The Sengoku era, that's awesome. That but I guess I have to teach you this even though I hate this stuff. Like just like yeah. them, them vocalizing from the class. I think this is irrelevant, but I have yeah. to t- It's just the, funny then to me. It's like that's your, entertaining.
1: But it's like your homeroom teacher who's tr- like having to teach you about like literature and stuff, but she's like, "I don't You guys want to hear a poem instead? Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Like, I I love the personality. I love... And and that's not only for the teachers. That's just for the whole game. I love, like, the personality this game has. Because it's like... I'm not saying it has a better personality than P5R. They both have incredible personality. But it has... It it has the personality that makes it feel different than P5R. I'm not saying one is better than the other. It's just the personality flair that comes with this game makes me feel like this is a completely different game. As it should... You know, I mean, all every Persona game is its, it's, its own entry with the exception of, you know, Innocence and Eternal Punishments like the same story from two different perspectives, but you know, as it should. So that's, a, again, as a newer Persona player, that's something that I love is like the personality feels so much different for all the characters. How you get into stuff feels so much different where, you know, with P5R, like once you're going through your flashback stuff, it's like... One by one, people awaken their powers. It starts with you, then it's Ryuji, then it's on. You meet Morgana, whatever, in between there. And it's just like boom, 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 and you're going. Meanwhile, this one's like you're in and there's already two vets. There's already two vets and there's already someone else who's who's in basically in training with Yukari, right? It's just a whole different approach as you know, a whole different kind of and every persona game feels different from the couple hours i played a P for Golden, now this and now P five R. All feels different as it should. It's all standalone entries, but like that's like, as, again, as a newer Persona fan, that's something that I've immediately enjoyed about jumping into this game. Um, I will be honest about one thing, though. While P3 music is incredible, I did buy the DLC and turn on P5R music because P5R music is so much better. I'm sorry. P3, I'm sorry for the P3 purists in the world. Your music slaps, but P5R's music is better. And I am rocking that background music. I set that set that thing to random, and dude, some of those tracks slap because like the first major boss fight that I had to get on, I think it was, I think Rivers in the Desert was the one that was playing, and it just, it hit. I loved it. It was fantastic.
1: I don't know. Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here and I'm like, well, all, like, I because a lot of times like music in games. I don't notice it too much. I tend to turn sounds, like a lot of sounds and music down. Mm -hmm. And like, I kind of try to even it out some. So sometimes that gets lost a little bit. Yeah. Not always. It's like, but I will say, I don't know about it. I bet it's it's like the P3 soundtrack so far has been banging.
0: Uh, It's great. Don't get me wrong. I just love P5R soundtrack. One of my favorite video game soundtracks. Yeah.
1: I will say, as far as, as far as, persona 3 reloaded or reload that's about all i got on it yeah no because it's like because i am two hours in the game i basically have a first impression which is which is kind of where where we've we've both kind of gone along the same lines of saying here but yeah i've personally i've got nothing more to add to it so far i i will say for once i actually do plan on continuing playing this game all right shout out (laughs) big difference from
0: persona 5 (laughs) Uh, Diary of Defeat says shout out to the cop who sells uh, sells kids guns true there's true. there's the cop that sells the kids weapons shout out to that uh, P3R seems less hand holdy yeah that's kind of the vibe that I've because P- P5 I-
1: it just throws mechanic after, mechanic after mechanic after mechanic after mechanic after mechanic at you Yeah, I'm kind of hitting the I've, I've kind of hit the point where like even the game has told me they're like hey I've because you have your your person giving you all the information yeah it's like after you, after you, I assume when I go back in, into Tartars the second time, they're not going to constantly be stopping me to tell me everything like they did the first time. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, as you Which, hit
0: further floors, you'll get a quick little thing, but it, yeah. it's just like, hey, just know this. But move it's like, on.
1: if that's the case, I'm perfectly fine with that because, honestly, Persona 5R, for like the first three and a half hours of that game, you don't get to do anything by yourself. <laughs> that is true because, like, okay, so I
0: persona 5r after you know p5 after my recent playthrough probably a top five favorite game of all time I love this game so much but when I first tried to play it when it got added to game pass I only made it into like two hours of that game and I put it down for like I think almost two months before I picked it back up randomly and then completely dove in because of that exact
1: thing yeah, you know where it's like it's like hours of like holding your hand to get started yeah because I i hit like I hit I'm Probably an hour and 45, somewhere around that time. A little under two hours. And the game has basically told me, figure it out. Basically. It's like, go do your thing. You know as
0: much as we do now. Yeah. A couple other things that I thought was interesting. And, you know, again, I understand older game. Um, is that I one thing that I thought was interesting is like, when it comes to all your companions, not like, let's say like Junpei whatever, and uh, Areiko, uh they don't have social links. They're just there. They're just friends to hang out with. I thought that was interesting because it's like you have all these like basic ass looking nobodies that are social links, right? Like, you know, like the like the magician dude or whatever. Like they, they all look like again, I would not have known they were a social link if it wasn't for the fact when I talked to them when I first got to the school. And it, you know, it, it gave them a picture, and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you're an important character. But like, uh, like, like, so like, Junpei and I, like, you can hang out with them; they'll hit you up. Like Junpei will hit you up uh, at some point in May. She's so like, hey, we haven't really hung out; let's go hang out. And it's like you can experience their stories you would with a confidant in P5R, but they're not actually a social link. I just thought that was interesting, and I don't know much about is- P3P, but I'm curious if you pick the female protagonist. Do they then have social links? I'm very in like this, like Eco and uh, Mitsuri. Like, do they not? I'm
1: very, I don't know. I'm very curious about that. I th- okay, granted, I don't know a whole lot about the social link system because I didn't play a whole lot of any other persona game. I'm wondering if that's the case because, uh, like this kind of like it's the group as the whole. Yeah, yeah,
0: the the full. It's yeah, the, the full f- is the whole. Group. It's the full. It's the whole. Yeah, group. I thought that so was it's interesting not, too. It's not
1: individual people. Yeah. that you have to. It's, it's like as long as you're doing stuff with the as group. a group, you're good. Yeah, see, I which, thought that
0: was interesting too when I got. Which the full. I will
1: say, I, I like I've now that you say that like you don't have to do it individually with people. I'm Like that's nice. It's like you know, it's like because it's like we're gonna be fucking doing shit the entire game together. Don't right. make me. Don't make me have to go do extra shit. Yeah. You. Another thing that I like personally
0: uh, is less uh, less social stats to raise. Love that. There's only three. That's great. Love that <laughs> because my first playthrough of P Five R is and not knowing what the hell to do. Took me forever to max these things out. So I missed out on so much content in my first playthrough because like I was trying to grind to get the damn stat for it. And I understand like. You know, for people that are like you know pros at these games, they're gonna be like, dude, it's so easy. It's like, yeah, you've been doing it,
1: I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I still don't have a fucking clue how to do any of it. Yeah, like this is it's like, this,
0: my this. second playthrough is when I got to experience a lot of content that I missed in the first game.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's like me playing through this. It's like, I know there's so I know there's stats that I have to raise, and I know that doing certain things, it's like I know that I've answered questions correctly, yeah, in class, which I'm smart by the way good job i've only I, I have not missed one yet i'm proud of you uh but yeah it's like i know that answering questions gives you different stat boosts and like pff, talking to people gives you different stat boosts and stuff like that yeah i don't have a fucking clue how to raise them outside of that uh I like jobs playing video games I go to the
0: arcade uh go uh eat at the ramen place uh by the uh strip mall right by your dorm I'm, go eat there go I'm eat the broke. burger place well, once you get money, <laughs> go go eat at the ramen place. Okay, it, broke, can boot, went, it can boost your academics. For,
1: hey, I went shopping for equipment, and I and came, yeah that that breaks you. And that I, came, I you. came out with a little bit of money, and I played the
0: crane game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you would play the crane game. This son of a bitch, man, like he with his old truck, his entire dash was nothing but stuff he won from crane
1: games. Yeah, I had too much P- piled. I had to swap them out all the time because I, I like there was too much stuff I couldn't see. Man, shout shout out to your old truck.
0: What was it called? Was it Onyx? <laughs> I don't. It's been. I just It's so. Long. I, I I named your car Thor, but you disagree with that one. I couldn't have even told you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, sleeping in class raises your strength somehow. True. If you sleep, if you choose to sleep in class, that'll raise your yeah, courage. Whatever. If you stay awake, it It'll, raises your knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> it raises your
1: knowledge. So there, I've done. I've done both. I did the sleeping the first time because I was like, I was like. Why don't they just talked to me about it? I might as well try it. Yeah. And then the next time I was like, well, do I get anything if I stay awake?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another thing, also, anytime you go to
0: Tartarus, uh, the next day, go visit the nurse's office. You get a free courage boost because he gives you some medicine because you're tired. So free courage boost every time you leave, you come back from Tartarus. Keep that in mind. But yeah, just you know, do, you know there's there's lots of ways to do it, which which is great because like I'm already again, I'm already about to hit uh, June, and I'm already halfway. Uh, for all three because the max is six and I'm at three for all three and I'm like okay this is a lot better progress than it was for me my first playthrough of p5r this is great this is fantastic I'm loving it uh, but no like 12 and a half hours in for me about to hit June I am so hooked like I was hooked almost immediately just based off the vibe you know what well, I mean so that's the vibe was-
1: alone like all right I'm in what's what I was I-, I would say like this game grabbed me much quicker than p5 did yeah which is also funny because it's it also hooked me kind of during during the same like like okay we're going to hold your hand and walk you through so that yep. you understand what's happening and you don't get lost immediately before we unleash you to do whatever the fuck you want in a game that you don't understand. True. And it's like even during that period I'm like I don't know it's like I don't I don't know if it's 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 probably not the character it's probably just the vibe like you said the vibe of the game just it like it resonates with me better right i'm
0: very excited just to completely kind of get further because like again already stressed it love p5r top five favorite game of all time any sort of list i ever see of ranking persona games like a general list you know people always put p3 at number one and p5r at two so I'm like, I am so ready for this. Like I have I had so such high expectations coming into this game because of that sort of narrative that I've always seen. And so far it is absolutely hitting my expectations. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm I am excited to continue playing it. I I will say I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and let you know right now. All right. I am right. not committing to beating this game. I know. I'm playing I know. through it, I know how John works. I am here's what I will tell you. Okay. I don't think I have anything on the horizon that I'm looking forward to. Okay. At least until around the March. There may be some in, F- in February that I'm not thinking of. Um, so, like, let me look. Let me
0: pull up my calendar real quick. But. Because um, I think, so the only other games that I have but I'm not going to get this month is on the 13th, uh, Banisher's Ghost of New Eden comes out. I'm looking forward to that one, but I'm probably not going to get it. Uh, I will also be out of town for work, so I, I definitely probably won't get it.
1: Yeah, it's um, like, we it's, have skull and bones on the 16th, John, you yeah. want to play skull and bones? I mean, I'm probably going to play it, but it's like, there's <laughs> hell divers too, but that's not a game that's going to pull me away. If yeah. I jump into, that's more of going to be a, like I jump into and I have some fun every now and then. Yeah. But then skull and bones, which I'll probably try, but then honestly, I'm like, it's not until the end of the month.
0: Yeah, so the sixteenth Skull and Bones, the twenty eighth I got Brothers, a two, Tale of Two Sons remake, which I, I mean that that's the one that I'll pick up down the road. Now the next game that I'm definitely picking up day one for me, uh, Unicorn Overlord, also Atlas game coming out oh. on the eighth. Oh, I'm wait. looking forward to that
1: one. You know, I'm saying end of the month. I'm thinking end of March? end of March. Yeah, because you. Have- which is also funny because end of the month is Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Rebirth, which I've I'll I'll end up playing at some point, but it's not a. I am not the rest of the world that is super excited and can't wait for this game to come out. I haven't even played, I haven't even played Final Fantasy VII Remake. (laughs) I haven't beat it. (laughs) I
0: know you haven't. (laughs) I think I played most of it, but it's like, it was also like, I mean, it's fine. Right. Uh, But I don't know, bottom line about uh, P3R though, it's fantastic. It's on Game Pass. You should try it. There you go. New PlayStation handheld in early development. Now, this is one of those that once it kind of got out there, all major outlets started reporting on it, like Insider Gaming and stuff, who has had a finger on the pulse of Sony, you know, who got the portal correctly, this upcoming, you know, you know, refresh correctly. This man has got his information. And even he said, take this one with a grain of salt. I'm trying to verify the information. But the guy that leaked it, I think his name was uh, Moore's Law is Dead, uh, he's a known hardware leaker, and he's gotten some stuff right. But basically, it's currently in the high-level design phase. It is going to be powered with AMD, with a custom AMD chip. Uh, it can natively support and play games of the PS4 and PS5. It's at least two years out, and it's technically not even greenlit for launch. Uh, so, is this, I'm very curious. Is this going to
1: be a true handheld? Yes.
0: Yes. True handheld. So it's the matter, I'm hoping and praying this is all correct, because me and you feel the same way about the portal. Looks cool, sucks it's not an actual handheld. Yeah. We want another, because like, we can both agree, most gamers can agree, PS Vita was well ab- ahead of its if, time.
1: If PS Vita came out now, it would be one of the best-selling consoles of all time. It would, because <laughs> the PS Vita was so far because, ahead of its time. Because now is what everybody wants. Like. Everyone wants handheld it, now. It it did a lot of what the Switch does. Yes. Way before that, and if it if people could have that now, especially for their PS5 games, they would lose their fucking mind. Yes. Like I, I don't think
0: people really give a shit about like a resolution. Like it's a handheld. We get it. We see what the Steam Deck does. We see what the Switch does. We see what the Asus Rog does. We get it. We don't give a shit. But if we can play PS5 games and PS4 games on the go like that, sign me up. That yeah, sounds awesome. That's the thing. It's like That that's, sounds awesome. That's,
1: that's why it's my first question. Is it a true handheld? Yes, they yes. play it natively. It's like, yes, and it can play PS5 games. Oh. I'm in. I'm in. Yep,
0: yeah, yeah. Sign me up. Now, it's just hopefully this is a, a correct report. You know, yeah. uh, hopefully this is real. Hopefully we can get more verification on this. And, you know, at least two years out, they're going to still be striking. Because it, it's like, you know, it's cool to see... 'Cause like whenever the portal was announced, I think like me and you and, and Zach all agreed that we felt like the portal was Sony kinda dipping their toes in it's like, ah, eh, do we wanna do this again? Do do we wanna jump back into this
1: market? That's what it felt like. Yeah. Well, it was funny, cause yeah, with the portal, me and you basically agreed. It was like there were like three things that it had to be able to do. And yeah. if it couldn't do it, it was like okay well if it's if it can't do that stuff it needs to be at least this price and if it's over that it's never gonna sell yeah which i think we said like 100 bucks i i I think it was like uh, i think we said like 150 or something and it was like four and it was like if it's more than that and it can't do these these basic things that it needs to do it's it's pointless
0: it goes for 300 yeah Jesus, are you serious is that base price? I don't know. I don't know if that's base price because I'm seeing it like being resold for like three hundred. I don't know what base price was this thing was, but God bless, that's expensive. If that's base price. <laughs> Jesus. But no, you know, if, if this new PlayStation handheld, if it if it is true native, it can play everything. I don't know how it's gonna. I, I guess you're gonna have to have a digital library, so you're good. I'm screwed. Um, but I mean, either way, I hope to see them get back into it. Maybe they'll re-release games physically for it. Probably not. Yeah, Probably all like, digital.
1: PlayStation Portal would be $200 if it was in stock at Sony, but it's out. Okay, so that's why everything's up. All right, it's 200 bucks too high. Should have been $100 yeah. either way.
0: But no, I, I, PlayStation wanted to get back into the handheld business. Love to see it. I want to see it because I loved the PSP. I never had a Vita. I wish I had a Vita. Loved the PSP. Just got a PSP again recently. Love it. I'm jealous.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know where I got it too. They had three of them in stock. I know and I <laughs> it, I I hesitated by a week and yeah. when I went back they were gone.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cuz see whenever I was like the, deciding okay, I want it because they had Fancy Star online up uh, online too as well, which I know you love that game. Um they you know when I went and I was deciding on it, they had all three
1: and I went back they had two left. I'm like I got to get it. I got to get. It. I can't wait. I can't I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't let this slip through my fingers. <laughs> Cuz you mentioned you bought it. I showed up and the other was gone. <laughs>
0: So sorry. I love my PSP, man. Love it. So like I hope they get back in the handheld market. And another thing as well, you know, uh, opposing company, you know, we saw the big Xbox leak where Xbox had a prototype handheld in play. I hope they do that too. I hope there's an Xbox handheld in the works. I would love to see it. One little thing that I saw recently where I'm just like are you trying to tell us something? Is I think it was uh, some tweet by maybe uh, Jez Corden who 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 writes for like Xbox Wire. I think I could be wrong on where he writes, but he's someone I follow. Uh, where he talked about like it was a tweet where it's like, can you know could Xbox make a handheld and just provided some stuff. Phil Spencer did like that tweet. I'm like, Phil, are you trying to tell us something? Like is this happening? Please tell me it's happening. Cause that'd be awesome. But man, I hope PlayStation does a new handheld. That'd be great.
1: Okay, here's the thing. It's like if you're gonna do a handheld, it, it it's like and it can it can play your normal your other games natively and everything on it. That's cool. If I can have the ability to to stream console to like connect them and stream like whatever is on my console and just take it and walk away and then seamlessly transition back and forth as well. Win. I, I'll, I, win. <laughs> I, I'll buy it
0: for that. <laughs> Big win. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great.
1: Imagine, imagine like sitting de- like you're on your PlayStation or something, or you're on your Xbox or whatever, playing playing your game. It's like I want to go to bed, but I don't want to stop playing yet. Yeah. And you just grab it and just <laughs> doop. Yep. And then walk away, and then it's still there. Yep. Just going. I would love that. That'd be awesome, man. I hope
0: I'm hoping that this is real. I hope it's real,
1: because you know what could do that.
0: The Vita. <laughs> yeah. The Vita was great, man. (laughs) The Vita, I wish I had it, man. I loved it as a concept. I love seeing all the stuff about the Vita. Everyone that I've ever known to own a Vita loved it. Man, I want a Vita. I want a Vita.